What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Wednesday's Facts Over Feelings live stream. Where we kick the facts. And we don't care about those feelings. We got an update on Carly Russell. She's been found guilty in the fake false abduction case. And she will be sentenced in due time. And we're going to discuss what the possible sentences are. Many of you guys have heard that. And we're going to see if she gets a fair shake or a slap on the wrist. We'll talk about that coming up. We also have toxic behavior, women admitting toxic behavior and validating and backing up the statistics of domestic violation and them being the instigator. And we're going to give you a review of this one by one Adrian from The View demonstrating how women exhibit toxic behaviors when men, uh, when they don't disagree. We're going to talk about that, possibly maybe her cutting somebody, I'm sure. Now I got to cut you. We also got Straggle and Sniggle Theater, and we got dating coaches, dating coaches, showing you how dating coaches work in the environment and how they possibly are the biggest contributor to hoflation. We're going to talk about that and much, much more. Do me a favor, hit the like button as you enter into the stream. And I just got to let you know that you are in here in the Desert Storm Bunker. Well, I also say, I have to say first, after I have to say first, my intro, I have to say first. But anyway, you are in the Desert Storm. Well, I should say, you ain't here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. It slipped my mind. <laughs> you ain't here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. My assistant is bugging. New, 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 AKA new, new, Mr. Cocholini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus, and you're in the Desert Storm Bunker with CGAC, God Allah, and EWF. That is every woman's fantasy, the whole effing show. And you know how it goes the man with more nicknames than anyone in the game, the internationally known best show, best edutainment on YouTube, and for Fisco Domain all the way to Spain, the Black Moses, the unbinding for the CEO of Fixes Binds LLC, and the undebatable. The notorious one, CGAC, got all of the eight-time demonetized champion in YouTube. Anyway, Shaq's mini-me. <laughs> all right, anyway, what are we doing here? We got a great show for you lined up. Hey, to contribute to today's show, dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app. Vimbo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me, backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that be pinned to the top of the live chat on the free agent lifestyle channel, and you can't super chat. On the Notorious CGA channel. Yeah. New, 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 new Brother. All right. Anyway. Oh, yeah. That's what we're going to do today. Let me type that in real quick because I, it has not been to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Uh, it might have gotten canceled by now. But anyway, there it is right there. There it is. Bam. And you say, God dang, this is a dope jam. Do me a favor, man. Hit that like button as we get in here. And uh, I guess we could get right into Straggle and Sniggle Theater. That's probably what we'll do. As soon as I get the uh, chat to move, the chat is frozen. All right, there it is right there. Yeah, I don't know. Is it frozen? What happened? Did they get me? I don't know. If, did new, they snipe me? New, new, new world Looks like the chat is dead. All right, I don't know what happened there. I don't know what happened. But anyway, oh, what are we doing here? Straggle and Sniggle Theater? Let's do it. Hi. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me, that's a deal, right? Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We got a good episode of Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We're gonna go with girl math right off the rip, and we do have a woman that has appeared. 
I don't know, are, are these people trolling her, uh, trolling us, but there's a woman that has appeared on a major mainstream platform. It looks like it's Inside Edition. And here we go right here. This woman's going to say math is racist, sexist, and girl math can prevail. Let's go ahead and let you hear it. Quickly, so I misunderstand. Are we saying that two plus two, if you say it's four, that's racist? I mean, that sounds like we may be mischaracterizing it. What, if you can quickly sum it up. No, that's not mischaracterizing it at all. It's math is basically racist under this ideology because it says there is no such thing as an objective reality. So four might not be the right number. Two plus two might actually equal five. Oh, humanity. Yeah, this is where we've landed. And I told you and warned you of this, that these are the ways we land when you operate on your feelings. Math is a universal language and it is known across the city state coast to coast all right i'm slicker than most i'm slicker than most these people are out here changing math and math is racist and sexist yes indeed that's where we're going in this girl math thing i've been telling y'all girl math is going to take over uh and this is where we've landed right i know you're like and, and she's probably an educator she's probably a teacher She's probably a teacher. Quickly, so I, I misunderstand. Are we saying that two plus two, if you say it's four, that's racist? I mean, that sounds like we may be mischaracterizing it. What, uh, if you can quickly sum it up. No, that's not mischaracterizing it at all. It's math is basically racist under this ideology because it says there is no such thing as an objective reality. So four might not be the right number. Two plus two might actually equal five. Yeah, man, we tried. Oh, I tried. To, I tried to tell you that this is where we're going to go if you let these feminists take over, and they have. Now we're stuck with this, and we are in idiocracy if you haven't seen the movie. We're not coming back from this. I know people are like, what can we do about this? We can't do anything about it. It's gone. Let's go ahead and send it. Send it. And as much as you might say, well, these are outliers, no. They're going to be right there in your class asking you for pronouns, asking you why 2 plus 2 equals 4. It could equal 5. Yes, it can. It can in this situation. And they'll bring an outlier to prove that 2 plus 2 equals 5. We've letting, we've let the bullies take over. Yes, we, these are the people. These are the people that should be bullied. Yeah, these are the people that they should be bullied. They should have been bullied a long time ago, but we didn't. I told you my bully for story. I'm not probably going to tell it tonight. Um, yeah, we, these are the people that would have been bullied. I'm telling you, man, natural selection is a real thing, right? Natural selection is a real thing, right? You know what I mean? Like, you know, y'all would have been peeling off paint chips back in the day. Y'all would have actually ran out in the middle of the street and got hit by, never mind. You know what I mean? Like, we've let too many, we've let too many people survive. <laughs> We've let too many people survive. You know what I mean? We've let it go on a little bit too far. No, we need to save everybody. Some people we just need to let, let it go. I want to save everybody. I'm like, hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. Stuff happens. Stuff happens. What are we doing here? Did I get this brother here? Oh, it's still Shrag on Snickle Theater. All right, here we go right here. Uh, this woman here is a former uh, soprano star. This is what tells you options wide open. Former Sopranos actress is now selling feet pictures on OnlyFans at age 51. I think I've done this story, but she just did an interview. I talked about her and uh, she didn't look 51 right here. She definitely looks younger. 
They got her making looking very young here. But uh, she has something to say about her at age 51 selling feet pictures. This is what I'm going to tell you. And I'm gonna, she's going to reveal who told her to start selling feet pictures. Let's let it roll. I have a 17-year-old daughter. And I guess if she said, I'm going to join OnlyFans, mm. but I'm just going to do tasteful stuff of me in a one-piece bathing suit. I'd say no. <laughs> I would say, well, that's fine. But the problem <laughs> with that is it's it's a stepping stone to pornography. Like, eventually, you're going to be naked. Honestly, with this whole Only, like, if my daughter said she was... I would be like, why? You have your whole life ahead of you. I'm at the end of my life. Yeah, <laughs> Do you know what too. I mean? Like, it's over. <laughs> Who cares? Well, she's the one that said it. She, It's over. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, it is over. There's no coming back from this. So uh, she does admit at age 51, middle of the life, she's at the end of her life. She's got a one foot in the grave or at least one in the casket. And she said it's a wrap. You know what I mean? So she don't mind putting her bony ass feet on the Internet. Okay, she better have some nice feet. Let me check them out. Let me do this for research purposes only. But yeah, it's over. <laughs> it's over. And now she's got to deal with the rest. So here's the next question. Here's the next question. She's going to make another statement about who told her to go on OnlyFans. And oddly enough, both of these characters here have teenage daughters. They said they both said 17, my teenage daughter. As I'm telling you guys, the old days are gone. The old days are gone. The innocence, the innocence of the past is no more. It's hard to keep a person in a, a young woman innocent. I mean, they have access to sexy STD red. So the days are gone where some woman is just innocent out here and she just don't know. And, uh, you know, it's getting harder and harder for young men to find nice, innocent women in America. They have to go overseas to get their neotis fixed. But let me just go ahead and uh, let you hear this woman say who told her to start an OnlyFans. Here we go. Like, and my kids were the ones who suggested it. it was my daughter's best friend was like, Dre, just put pictures of your feet up. And so there it is, guys. That's somebody's daughter. <laughs> All right. Why do people even use that? Everybody's somebody's daughter. But her teenage daughter, self high five, her teenage daughter, her teenage daughter's friend. A female probably told her at age 51 to put her feet pictures on the internet. Man, send it. And she said, oh, really? Let's see what she said. And it'll go through the roof. It doesn't matter. You'll make money. Because totally. we're trying to raise money for different things. And I don't know if Jenny gave you a, a little bit of a history of our situation, but... I um they was in the bind. I had a really rough three years. Yeah, okay, so yeah, there there it is right there. She probably got a divorce. She was in a bind, right? And she needed somebody to fix his that bind. All right. She definitely needs somebody to fix his that bind. So a lot of people who made a lot of nasty comments about me joining Instagram, uh a lot of it might be somewhat true. I'm not, I mean I'm not a Instagram or OnlyFans. I have a seventeen year old oh. daughter. All right. Uh, and there's Adam Carolla. And here's the thing. Adam Carolla is a guy that did all the man show stuff. And, you know, uh, what what people are going to have to realize is now, Adam Carolla, your daughter's next. <laughs> you know what I mean? Listen, anybody's daughter can come out here and get it. If Steven Spielberg's daughter and Lawrence Fishburne's daughter can go out here and get train games ran on train them. Yang. All right. Anybody's daughter could be up here on the Internet. Same thing as Charlie Sheen's daughter, Ninja. 
It's one of these worlds, man, where these women are looking at it. They looking for a quick buck. All right. Or or a quick duck sick. Dicks. No, I can't say that. But anyway. And women are going, hey, man, hell with college. Hell with all this student loan shit. I'm an actress. I already got a leg up. I got I got 40, 50,000 uh, people following me on Instagram. I got 200,000 people following me on Instagram before I hit the age 18. Let me go ahead and parlay. Parlay, parlay. Yeah. Trying. He said it right here. He was like, well, if I had a 17-year-old, he does. All right. It is what it is. There's no, the innocent days are gone. And I guess if she said, I'm going to join OnlyFans, mm. but I'm just going to do tasteful stuff of me in a one-piece bathing suit. I'd say no. I would say, well, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Hey, man, he said, that's fine. They in the bind. Man, this is crazy. That's fine. That's crazy, brother. This is crazy. Oh, man, we live in a no different world out here. Shout out to Alan Corolla. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. Oh, man. But the problem with that is it's it's a stepping stone to pornography. Like, eventually, you're going to be naked. Honestly, with this whole only, like, if my daughter said she was, I would be like, why? You have your whole life ahead of you. I'm at the end of my life. Yeah, <laughs> Do you know what too. I mean? Like, it's over. <laughs> who cares? Like, and my kids were the ones who suggested it was my daughter. She said, my brothers, man, yo, the innocent days are gone. The only innocent members of society you're going to see are immigrants. She said, my kids told me to get on OnlyFans and put my feet out there. You know why? She was in a bind. In a bind she needed somebody to fix his dad bind. She probably got a divorce. I probably could look it up. I think I've talked about her before. She probably got a divorce or she got in a bind. And they said, hey, girl, don't want to put your piece of leave out there. Nah, just my feet. Otter's best friend was like, Trey. Just put pictures of your feet up. And and here's the story about this. I'm telling you, man, these young women, they already selling feet pictures on the Internet. Not all of them. When I say this, I'm not saying all. I'm not saying all. But there's young women. I, do I had this crazy story I told you about. Uh, a member of the coach gang shared that uh, he, he has a, he has a I won't say adolescent. At the time, she was a preteen, preteen. And he said that his daughter said, there's girls selling their feet pictures on the internet. Now, this is this is what he said, and he was a very, very authentic guy. And, you know, the reason the conversation came up, he was talking about a custody issue. And he said, yeah, my 12-year-old daughter has friends that be selling feet pictures. Now, they're not doing it probably at the level of they're not raking in thousands of dollars. They're probably doing $5 here, $10 there, enough to buy them some hot Cheetos and a dill pickle. Okay, they probably ain't doing it that, but that that is... That is where we're going. It's crazy. So if they're doing it, you know, certainly there's 16-year-olds doing it. Did I share the story about uh, the girl in our local high school? Now, this is when I was in, I was not in high school. I was not in the high school. But there was a girl at a local high school in my area that got, that got uh, exposed doing pornography. I'll tell you the story. I'll tell you the story after this. But she was in high school. And they found out she was doing bang bras. I, I'm going to tell you the story, man. Dude, I'm telling you, man. And this was before OnlyFans. This was before OnlyFans. It was only, it, I'm going to tell you the story. I'll tell you the story. But anyway, uh, let's get into the next episode right here. Oh, speaking of, all right. Uh, this is, man, this is somebody's daughter again. Uh, this is uh, Dylan 
Dennis. He's supposed to fight. Isn't he supposed to fight the Logan Paul? When is that fight supposed to be? They had all of that hype, and I think the hype has died down. What happened to this fight? They supposed to fight anytime soon. They had a press conference. Did I miss the fight? All right, Dylan Dennis. So it says right here, Dylan Dennis chokes out OnlyFans model after she him to. After she asked him to. All right, so let's play the video. Hey, uh, remember when I told you, let me cancel this. Remember when I told you this, I'll be giving y'all these scenarios. You guys think this is fake. You guys think this is fake. This is the same thing that happened to Trevor Bauer. And the woman said, hey, going out, she actually loved it. Now we know that she intentionally did it. But she said this is better than drugs. humanity. Uh, and I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, just as a person that's been on the dark side, this is not out of the realm of possibility. People have been asked to be choked on my side, too. I'm just letting you know, man, people have been exposed to so much debauchery that we've gone past the age of innocence. The age of innocence got to be 10 years old. Once they get 10, 12, 11, 13, it's almost off the table. She loved it. They love to be getting choked out. I'm just letting you know, man. And um, and uh, I don't not, I'm not going to say the woman's name. But you see it right here, all right? She definitely was gone. And she's reached a new level of orgasmic bliss. Yes, she has. There she is right there. And now the next ninja going to have to choke her out. Yeah, we're living in Sodom. For sure. And there she is right there. She out. I don't know. For people that say this is a skit, she gone. All right, them legs gone. There it is. She twitching. Now she's trying to catch her air. And there she is. You know, them eyes are glazed. Those eyes are glazed, definitely. You know, she definitely has particular images going on right now. She gone. I don't know. She had to wear with all to pull her skirt down. They're so much better than drugs. Look at the eyes. You can see the eyes definitely have bloodshot. Man. <laughs> she wet. She leaking. She leaking. I don't know if I would ever do that, even if she asked me. That's that's just crazy. Yeah, she leaking. She's like, I like it. Watch this. <laughs> she she in the space where, wait a minute. Hold on for a second. Let's take that down. I don't know what they're going to show on there, so I got to be careful. Yep, she leaking. She leaking. That's going to be her new thing. And there's going to be no going back. There's no going back. Like, that's she going to have to have that. I need somebody to choke that. Choke me. And she knows it's better than drugs because she be on the coca. She be on that Archie Bunker every day. Unbelievable, man. It's going to be hard, guys. It's going to be hard. Let's get to the next one here. Nearly naked pros prowl the streets in broad daylight, but California laws ties police hands says the mayor now this is something that i broke back in 2021 or 2020 back in COVID. 
that Southern California has now pretty much turned a blind's eye to street pros. Now, they're also trying to get this human trafficking thing under control. And they had a day right here. It says right here, nine counties did 10 days. And watch out, guys. Never deal with street pros. Never proposition. I'm just telling you where it's going. They had uh, uh, in nine counties, 10 days, 368 arrests, 131 victims rescued, age 13 to 52, average age mid-20s. All right, average age mid-20s. So let me tell you, the junior college is out of control. And what they're showing is in these municipalities that they can no longer prosecute the women, but they could arrest the Johns, just so you guys know, that even in situations where it is against the law, all right, and that they're trying to not prosecute, they saying they can't control it no more. These hoes out here trying to make a dollar in these streets the streets are wide open out here look they having dinner and the hoes walking around naked boy it's crazy look at these girls out here ass and titties out boy in these streets these girls trying to shake a leg and make a change for selling something strange in these streets all right it's wide open out here in these streets it's wide open out here in these streets and i told you this is where we going this is where we're going. I warned you that this is what's up. Again, I don't encourage any. Hold on for a second. Let me show you what I do. All right, this right here. I'm going to leave this up because everybody on Locals know what this is. So you see this here just in case. Then just try to clip it. All right, they dropping neck and they out here trying to get that barbecue. There's barbecue in there. Watch out. These are somebody's daughter. These are your future wives. These are girls that are in a bind. Wait, in a bind. Yes, indeed. And I'll read part of the story here. I do not promote the use of this service. I'm just telling you, this is, and one of the reasons I always tell you is that I predicted this when I wrote the book, De-Evolution. I said, we're just going to have a lot of women out here turning to this, especially, you know, women ain't trying to go to college. Not all. There are some. The elites, the suburbanites, they're going to do it. Some of these girls are like, oh, hell no. It says women wearing only G-strings while bending over in front of traffic has become an increasingly common sight in National City, California, as pros issues spiral. After the implementation of a controversial state law, the city mayor told Fox News Digital, they're waving the people on the freeway. Lord have mercy. In these streets. Or, just to be honest with you, they're bending over for the freeway. Oh. In these streets. These women are here trying to be independent. Hair, makeup, Esthetician, facials, vagina waxing, everything. That is all independent. Wow, it says right here. And I don't know how else to put it. They're showing their wares. This is according to the national city mayor. And this is all over. But listen, California Governor Gavin Gruesome Newsom signed Senate Bill 357 in July of 2022, which repealed a previous law that banned loitering with the intent to engage in prostitution. The law took effect in January this year. That means there's going to be women. In these streets. It says right here, it took effect in January with Morrison arguing that the moment Newsom, Newsom, Newsom's pen touched the bill, pimps in the state knew they could expand their pro-ventures with little repercussion from law enforcement. The moment it was signed by the governor, boom, everyone knew the rules were out the window, Ninja. Mm. And it says, 
those that are out there in these streets in these streets most of them are wearing less than what you would consider a scantily negl a scanty negligee it is just flaunting it in everyone's face and so a lot of people are screaming hey you know can't you get them on indecent exposure i'm sorry i i'm pronouncing it and the problem is the way our laws read in this state the definition of indecent exposure is as long as the genitals are covered everything else is fair game out in public in these streets Woo! why do i have to work i am sexy I am sexy. It is crazy. National City is a diverse working class city with roughly 60,000 residents just outside San Diego on the Bay. Morrison said prostitute issues are no stranger to the city, but the mayor explaining that as an urban area, SW sex workers have been known to cross the San Diego city border, but never at the rate he's currently seeing in these streets. Yo, I told you this day was coming and this is, this is just one area. She said, he says very much beyond brazen Morrison said of what he's seen in these streets, in these streets, prostitutes <laughs> gather in downtown areas that faces a freeway and are most often seen early in the morning and around 3 p.m. Well, uh, says Morrison, Morrison added that another new California law that legalized jaywalking has compounded the issue as some women stand in traffic to attract the John. He says, I was driving on one of the streets, yeah, right, the other day, and there was a young lady standing there in the middle of the street wearing basically a G-string, and that was it. And a couple of pasties, but she was right in front of the car. I couldn't move. So I asked her very politely, would you move? Yeah, right, Ninja. You asked her how much. But he says, would you please move around out of the street? And she looked at me and says, if you don't want to talk to me, you can go around. Businesses ranging from mom and pop stores to national hotel chains have sounded off. To the mayor that the pros are driving away business and have forced some businesses to refund families who were appalled at seeing the nearly naked women while on the California gateway. Even a local school covered its windows after pros were repeatedly found hanging out near its gates. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. Oh, man. The, the mayor argued that the issue comes down to Senate Bill 357 which he called an idiotic law that should be known as the Safe Streets for Pimp Initiatives, which have allegedly not only left the town and other municipalities in the state dealing with an increase of SWs in these streets, in these streets. but that is also incentivized human trafficking. I warned you of this. I warned you. This one has just opened the doors to young ladies of the night, sex trafficking and child sex trading i mean you name it this has obviously done that and i do not think anyone that is not just purely politically motivated could agree with that the mayor described himself as nonpartisan and all of that stuff and then going down senate bill 357 was authored by democratic state senator scott weiner <laughs> all right hold on for a second scott weiner I'm not going to say what race, what people, we know I can't say and that. who championed the bill as that those that would protect transgender women from being targeted by police. Now, I'm going to tell you, if you're new to my show, 
I told you exactly that. Yep, the coach is right once again. I told you much of this was related to transgenderism. And I told you that when the bill was being pushed through. All right, because I got wind of it. And I was like, they're going to loosen these laws because it, it, it um, unfairly targets the transgender. But I said, as a result, they're going to have more women out here running in these streets. And this is what we see. I warned you. I told you. And here you go. Voting for your favorite Democrat. This is what you get out here. And there it is right there. Okay, you open up Pandora's box. Pandora's box has been open. CGA nailed it again. Yes, thank you. And I'm going to read it again. It says the bill offered by Democratic, authored by Democratic State Senator Scott Weiner or Weiner was championed, who championed the bill as one that would help protect transgender women from being targeted by police. The previous law allowed police officers to arrest a person not based on what they did, but based solely on how a person looked. So an officer could arrest someone because they were wearing tight clothing, high heels, and extra lipstick or lip dick. All right, it says right here, let me go down and finish with the rest of the story. And it says traffickers rely on our system to criminalize victims so they are unable to access safety due to their records and are vulnerable to continue exploitation. And it says the impact of these encounters with law enforcement reinforced already heightened stigma when someone is arrested for this offense due to the difficulties securing employment and safe housing with an arrest record related to the sex trade. And violations of this discriminatory law what also puts immigrants in jeopardy of deportation and loss of residency and denial of re-entry due to misdemeanor convictions. Man, send it. Send it. So they're saying transgenders, immigrants, and, and, and all of these people are victims of laws that target the young ladies out here. Okay, it says prostitution is still illegal in California, but Morrison said that the new law has effectively legalized the crime as police back off from intervening or interacting with the women. And he says, with it, the uh, intent of the bill and purposes made prostitution legal because what it said is that the officers can no longer contact people based on the idea of loitering for the purposes of prostitution. So it basically tells police, your hands are off. He noted that some of the girls on these street appeared under age. Though the amount of makeup the worker wears made it difficult to gauge an age. That's not a defense. And the city has previously seen as young girls, young girls as young as 12 working these streets. Send it. 12. 12. A lot of times police found out that these juveniles or those that were basically being trafficked and that they could get them out now. Now they basically have no legal opportunity to even talk to them. I warned you of this ish. Unbelievable. More, more related to this particular article here. But this, I'm telling you, again, you see the header here. I do not promote this activity. I don't promote soliciting. I warned you that there were head, we were headed there. I didn't think this would be here for another 10 years. But we are here, Ninja. Send, send the doom and gloom. It's, it's out of control. And then this is New York. This is California. This is Dallas and many places. But I'm just remorning you. 
Just remind you, never solicit, never put yourself in a position to deal with this. This is a prediction I made back in, in 2019, and it is now coming into fruition. Now here, going on the four-year anniversary of it, you guys got to watch out. Watch out out here. Be, be, be very careful and hypervigilant because if you're weak, you can be out here going, I'm just going to get me, I'm just going to get a quickie. All right. And uh, you can get cuffed and stuffed. Pause. But yeah, everything this, hey, CGA, they call me Coach Adamas for a reason. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. It says right here, bro got the discipline of a monk. This is a crazy ex-girlfriend coming to your door. Let's play it. Sex one more time. Leave my house. I just want to have sex one more time. Leave my house. Leave my house. I'm not having sex with you. Leave my house. Why do you hate me? Leave my house. Why do you hate me? Sex one more time. Leave my house. I just want to have sex one more time. Leave my house. Leave my house. I'm not having sex with you. Leave my house. Why do you hate me? Leave my house. Why do you hate me? All right, uh, I've been in this situation, and uh, yeah, man, it's hard to it's hard to not give in in that situation, especially if you're a youngin and you haven't had any boo hoo tea, boo hoo hoo tea. But of of course, what she's doing is trying to entrap you. And uh, what women believe is that uh, offering sex is an apology, right? Once you once you've uh, taken the apology, meaning you've taken the sweet nectar and you've sliced and diced her up, that was her apology. So then she will say, hey, all's forgiven, right? Let's continue on. Since you had sex with me, yeah. And then this also is a trap for an allegation or a potential pregnancy. And it sounds like she's not taking no for an answer. And this is a simply harassment and assault. But of course, it's not seen that way. But I'm actually trying to be fair and equitable here and fair and balanced. This is an assault. This is harassment. And she should be thrown under the jail. But, of course, most people don't see it that way. And they see it as him exercising discipline against a psycho. But most guys would fold. And, um, you know, you'll get yourself further in trouble. Women offer themselves up as an apology. They do not apologize. They offer you sex. Okay, I'll give you something here. It's the only thing they have the leverage out of it. Once you take that sex from them, they say, hey, I'm glad we're back together. And you're like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, we're not back together. What do you mean we're not back together? You just were with me again. I was with you because you offered it. And she said at the beginning of the video, let's have sags one more time. And he was like, and so if you take the bait, this will, will happen. And I've actually had very few of these situations. I did have one situation like this. And um, I passed one and failed another one. So anyway, man. And uh, there you go right there. Yeah, young dudes will fold easily on this one. Sex one more time. Leave my house. I just want to have sex one more time. Leave my house. Leave my house. I'm not having sex with you. Leave my house. Why do you hate me? Yeah, why do you hate me? Yeah, this is a trap. So you guys got to be extra vigilant and so forth and so on. That was Straggle and Snickle Theater. Let me get to the contributors to today's show. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Ride. Yeah, manipulation is real. Manipulation is real. Not all women will do that. Uh, you know, some women will do that. Some women will do that. You got to be careful. All right, shout out to uh nobody on the Cash App. What are we doing here? Oh, I was going to tell you the story about the, oh, wait a minute. Let me get my banner up for my editor. I was going to tell you about the story of the young woman who got exposed as a prawn star while she was a high school senior. I'm going to talk about that story here. I've shared this story before for many people. Uh, but uh, shout out to who? Be Real Mahogany, women, 
be living double lives and be broke in both. Yes, they be out here broke. Let me see here. Let's get the broke. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. Shout out to you. Shout out to Justin O. Says sending a large amount to your secret account to throw the P.I. off the scent. I'm kidding. The normies were irate about your mental health stream. Were they? Were they in the comment section? Who gives a damn? I don't care what they say. Were they in the comment section? I haven't checked the comments on that video. I rarely check the comments. But they were mad. Mental health is real. Who cares? <laughs> I bet you they was in the comment section irate. Hey, man. Hey, if you want to be, be out here trying to figure out your life through a pseudo-psychologist, go ahead. I mean, listen, put your life in their hands. All right, I, I better check the comment section over there, though. But uh, anyway, it's crazy. Shout out to, uh, uh, who is this? Shout out to Deshaun Rose. He says, funny how these 304s know the laws when it benefits them in a negative light, but all of a sudden can't read those that benefit them in the positive, for real. They can't read those laws. They don't know. But as soon as they know, they jump right on out there. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> They're like, wait a minute. All right, we can be out here hoeing. Yes, indeed. They went right on out there. All right. Mental health is real. I had a kid. I had a friend. They was mentally insane. All right. Anyway, I don't have nobody out here struggling like that. Remember little, Bow, was it little Bow Wow or is little Romeo? Little Romeo. And uh, little Romeo and uh, Master P, his father, remember they fell out? And one of the things little Romeo uh, said about the, the uh, father relationship was that the father wasn't there for his daughter or little Romeo's sister when she uh, died because of mental health. Now, I immediately called bullshit on that, and I was right. Because, guys, what are you supposed to do? Put your life on hold until they win, when they get back. Guys, that's a black hole. You don't, you're just throwing your life into the abyss. So here comes one of your 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 mother, your wife, your daughter, your son. They, they go down into the abyss of mental health. What are you supposed to do? Sit there and look? Just wait there until what? So Master P basically was like, well, I still got to make money. I still got to hustle. I still got to go make some money. Now, what happened was I think the sister took her life or she died. How did she die? How did she die? Anybody remember how she died? I'm going to tell you, man. And this proves my point. And I'm not celebrating her death. I'm just showing you. This is going to prove my point. How did she die? I'm going I'm to give y'all a second to figure out. <laughs> and I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you what the reason was. Yep. She died of a drug overdose. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? What did I tell you? I told you what the problem is. So she was a crackhead. So she was a crackhead. She did not die from no mental health. She was a crackhead. She was a dope fiend. And that's why she died. So what am I supposed to do? Uh, they're saying it's mental health, but she is a crackhead. I'll keep telling y'all. <laughs> right? Ain't died in some fentanyl or OD'd on some oxy. Hey, man, bruh, listen. It is what it is, bruh. I can't stop you from being a dope fiend. And, but what they try to do is try to get you on the mental health thing. So then they leave you on the hook. And then they're like, she was struggling with mental health. No, she wasn't. 
She was not. She was a crackhead. She was a dope fiend. She was an addict. And I keep telling you, this is about addiction. It's about addiction. If it's not through addiction to directly to the person, uh, somebody they were related to was an addict. I'm telling you, man, that's your own choice. If you choose to go down that black hole in abyss, count me out. <laughs> count me out. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to sit there and just delay my life because you choose to be a dope fiend or you can't get out of the hole. Man, that's just a, it's just a deep, dark abyss, and it has no ending, and it's just until the person decides they're okay. Well, in the meantime, I got to pay some bills. In the meantime, I got to do what I got to do. And let's just be honest what it was. She was a dope fiend, and that's what I said. Most of this is addiction. It has addiction to something, addiction to social media, addiction to dope, addiction to alcohol, addiction to being a victim, probably an overraging liberal, a victim mindset, obesity. I, it keeps proving my point, proving my point. Anyway, it, only an addict can help themselves. I, I, I always say that. If my kids turn into a dope fiend, I would be like, that's your problem. And, it ain't never going to be my problem. And I let them know that early up front. And it's a very long journey. It's a long journey for recovery. It's a long journey. It's not a slow journey. But if you want to stay there by their side, go ahead. But it ain't going to be me. So I, I, I just tell you, man, and, and, and to do drugs, you're mentally weak, in my opinion. Just to start doing drugs, you're mentally weak. I mean, I've never done drugs because I am drugs. All right, I don't need to do drugs. I am drugs. You're mentally weak just to start a, a hard drug. Like, you're mentally weak to overconsume alcohol. That just tells me you're mentally weak. So, yes, if that's mental illness, go ahead. Go ahead. But I'm telling you, man, I see this all the time. I see this all the time. And if it keeps offending you, I don't know what to tell you. But I keep showing you proof that they're linked. It's a direct link. Now, you had a little breakup or something like that or you can't get no punani. That's another situation. But even social media addiction is a real thing. Obesity is always, if you ever see these people, most of them are obese. And then they be out here, mental health. I'm like, I, you're proving my point. You're proving my point. The reason why you're probably in that state is because you keep walking by a mirror, a mirror. I would be depressed too if I, if I look like you. But you got control over that. But anyway, <laughs> it is what it is. I said hard drugs. I said hard drugs. But anyway, but there it is right there. He says, I'm not, I don't do dope. I am dope. I don't do drugs. I am drugs. Yeah, man, it is what it is. Hard drugs. We talking about hard drugs. Don't come in here with the sugar and the caffeine, hard drugs. And somebody said most mental health is self-inflicted facts. I mean, who else, who else does it? I mean, who else, who else gives it to them? It's a self-inflicted thing. So I'm looking at it like only you can change you. I can't do anything. So in masterpiece situation, what was he supposed to do? <laughs> like, what was he supposed to do? Sit there and wait, sit by the hospital bed, you know, force her to go to therapy, sit in the padded room with her. It, it's a black hole in abyss. It's an abyss. Only that person can bring themselves out of it. And if that's where they choose to rest, let them rest right there. I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't know what to tell you, but hey, keep being offended by this. Keep being offended by this, and I'm going to keep proving every single time that much of it is, a, is, is, is linked to bad habits and addiction. 
You cannot turn I me. Mean, I have, there are outliers. There are outliers. I know a really tragic story about an outlier. Okay. Remember, it's kind of like early terminations of pregnancy. Everybody says, well, what if the woman's raped and assaulted by a relative or a stranger that jumps out the bushes and she gets pregnant? Well, the data says only like less than a percent of those early terminations are a result of that. Less than a percent. That is a complete outlier. Now, if you're going to use those cases to prove why people should be able to kill their babies and, and, and send their and dedicate and slaughter their babies to the nanny goat, I'm going to torpedo the entire argument. I'm just going to not support it. Now, in that case, I'll support it. Again, outliers. Were, I knew a guy, un, unfortunately, he took his own life and he blamed it on his baseball coach. And stresses, you know, he did write a letter. He wrote a letter and, and stuff like that. But much of it had to do with he got cut from the baseball team and his parents who were living together, rich suburbanites, were, he didn't really say they pressured him academically, but that's kind of what it came out to. He didn't blame them. He talked about a high school counselor and yeah, I mean, that was a complete outlier. Those are complete outliers. And again, those people need help. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, they always go take the worst case scenario. Nah, hell no. Hell no. And if you're offended by this, man, hey, look, man, just go ahead and tuck your tampon string in and take your ass home. I don't know what to tell you, man. I just, you know, and yeah, man, I'm just like, hey. <laughs> I don't know, man. Somebody says, I don't know about that one. Yeah, I don't. I, it, was, it was a hard one to explain. Sadly enough, the young boy took his life at a park, at baseballs, on his Little League baseball stadium um, in his neighborhood. And I remember driving by the scene. I saw, I didn't see his body, but I saw, you know, I saw it covered up and I saw the uh, police around and they were, they were cleaning up the scene. And it came out that the young boy, that's, that's what he did. But it's, you know, uh, something was missing from the story. And it's sad, but of course you can't challenge it, right? He says, you're never going to win this topic. I ain't trying to win. I'm right. <laughs> I ain't trying to win. I'm, I'm right about it. I already won the, I already won the argument. <laughs> yep. Ninjas, hey, look, I'm not trying to win the argument. The argument is on point and proper. Now, if you want to try to drag me into your low self-esteem or, or, or want me to believe victims, I, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm right and exact on this argument. I've already proven it. So I'm not trying to prove I'm right. I'm right and exact. I don't care what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> he said they leave in the stream. Hey, man, ain't no argument. I want him to leave the stream because you can't cope with the simple points of life. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Look, it is what it is. I've already proven that it has to do with addiction. Addiction to social media, addiction to food, addiction to drugs. And I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you to delete your TikTok and Instagram and we get your mind right. How about you start right there? But nobody want to do it. It ain't no argument. It ain't no, there's no argument on this one. But you can go keep trying to get me to, to empathize with you, but there's no argument. It's very, very pretty much clear cut. So, yeah. Anyway. Oh, man. 
It's it's clear cut. There's not you would have to prove otherwise what I'm saying. You'd have to prove me wrong. It, and there's no the proof lies on my side. So anyway, where we at? You guys got to get your shit together for real. I mean, literally, let's let's take some accountability. One guy, I'm going to tell you, this rested with me when I was a young boy. He said, you got to get your priorities straight. That's what it boils down to. What are your priorities? Most people who don't have their priorities straight typically fall into this. But anyway, let's get back to the show. You want me to say it nicer? So I can lose the argument? Okay, I'll say it nicer. Shout out to Faith. He says, hey, coach, that's why the Apostle Paul said women are saved through childbearing. Women are the biggest narcs, always have to be right, and are self-afflicted. He says, and are self-worshippers. This is a woman talking, Faith. She says, I've said this on Facebook, and they gave me a warning. I reposted it right after. Oh, man, the self-worshipping, the worshipping of false idols, the constant need to be self-worshipped. You guys got to watch out for these qualities. These are anti, anti-humane qualities. If a person tells you, I got to continue to worship you, right? You got to keep telling me I'm good. Keep telling me I'm nice. Reinforce. This is self-worship. This is false idols. This is unhealthy. Why should I take my time to keep pet- propping you up? It's narcissism. And here's the thing. I really depend, rarely depend on other people propping me up. But as a result of me propping my own damn self up, I, I don't need other people to prop me up. I do a good job of this by myself. <laughs> a great job of it. And I wish more people would talk about it and do it themselves. I'm not responsible for your self-esteem. I'm not responsible for your self-esteem because self-esteem The word self is in it. That means that's what you give you. You give yourself esteem. How do I be responsible for that? And if you're just a pity, there's some pitiful people out here. There's there's some people who rather, they they roll in the muck and mire of self-pity. Well, you alone are in self-pity as well. You give yourself pity. Yeah, you constantly have to be reassuring. I'm always supposed to be telling you good things. I don't believe in this. I don't believe in this. This is not a new, a new thing. I believed in this a long time. My coach gave me, because I used to coach sports, and they'd be like, my coach gave me uh, low self-esteem. How was that even possible? How was that even possible that I gave you low self-esteem? What I did was, I basically evaluated you and you over-evaluated yourself and I properly evaluated you. That's all that happened. Now, as a result, you thought you could do better and you could not. I protected you more than I did hurt you because I could have put you out there and you have yourself embarrassed yourself. Now, how about that as a self-esteemer? How about that as a pill? I put you in a situation you're ill-equipped to do, to deal with. How's that embarrass you yourself in front of 2,000 people? All right, so I literally protected you. But anyway... <laughs> anyway, look, a hundred people left the Notorious channel, and I could care less. We need to really tighten up in this society. Anyway, shout out to our boy. <laughs> they came in here. Oh, I ha- uh, they came in here for the Carly Russell. They came in here for the Carly Russell. <laughs> shout out to them. 
Where we at here? Shout out to uh, what we doing here. Deshaun Rose, did I get you? Yeah, Boy Wonder says, why allow women to sell but jail men who buy? Very tough. I, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know the answer. I mean, we do this, I, I suppose. I don't know. I don't know. Shout out to Frank. Uh, sorry, Freak Kekistan says, I hate when overweight women beg for money to pay rent. I mean, gosh, we do have some problems in our country. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Shout out to Chris Jericho, off-topic coach. He says, my son is young and playing many sports, different sports. He does excellent in all of them. Is there an age where I should have him focus on one sport or keep letting him play whatever for as long as he can? My opinion, let the kids play as much as they can. Okay, so... Uh, they're going to get pressure right around their junior varsity, maybe freshman year. Coaches are going to tell them, and I've actually been guilty of this when I was a varsity coach, make kids decide where their loyalties lie. But this is completely unfair. There's only so long that a kid is going to be able to play as many sports as they can. Once they turn 18, most people are not going to be ever able to do this. There's great benefits to cross-training and 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 um. Overuse injuries go down significantly when kids play multiple sports. It is the kids that are out here burning out at 19, playing AAU every day and only playing basketball, the knees, Achilles, and all of these injuries mount because they're constantly specializing in one sport. So let them enjoy as many sports as they possibly can. Let them play until they get cut, until they fatigue or burn out. Whatever it, whatever it is, I think it's actually counterproductive to have kids focus on one sport when they're too young. They're going to burn out mentally. They're going to get tired of it, and it doesn't matter as much. So you guys playing 60, 100 games in the summer, coaches be like, um, uh, we played 100 games this summer. Well, the problem is what games matter now? What games matter? What games matter? Who you know? So when, when you get to the regular season, uh, the games don't matter no more because one game is no different from the next. You want them to look forward to the games. So let them play. Let them play. Anyway, that's my opinion on it. Not a lot of people believe that. Macaroni Tony, he says, man, you a bad mother. Such your mouth. He says, I just talking about Brother Greg. Also found out today that one of the other coaches on our staff listens to you as well. Shout out to him. Shout out to y'all brothers that listen to me at home sniggling. All right. You'd be like this guy. Yeah. Somebody says till coaches, he said to coach spit them out. And hey, man, let the kids play until they get cut. That's all. And uh, some of the best athletes have been two sports athletes. This is not debatable. Allen Iverson was a top football and basketball player his junior year in Virginia. LeBron James played football all the way into, I believe, his junior year. And he was going to be the draft pick. I believe he played uh, football till his junior year in high school. So let him play. Now, when I was coaching, when, when I was coaching uh, sports, I didn't want my kids to play two sports. I was like, man, you need to be in here training. We need to get our offensive scheme. But, yeah, it's a selfish move by coaches that do that. I'm going to just let you know. Coaches are extremely selfish when they do that. Anyway, shout out to Royal Scott. Just a quick thanks to the Goof Troop for giving such uh, giving us such classics as 
stop bring political. He says, uh, stop cheese and him a grifter. And what's the solution? And of course, facade It's pronounced facade. He says, their buster ass lameness is our creative joy. I love it. Anytime somebody comes with something here, you, we turn it into gold. Also doom and gloom. Lots, lots of normies and haters and trolls have given us our best moments. Okay. Yeah. Last one. Shout out to Mr. Del Rio. Adrian Del Rio says, do you think that economy is going to get worse or do you think we're on our way up? It's man. We're, it's a wrap, <laughs> right? Guys, our economy is going to be doomed. We're, we haven't felt the full effects. We're going to be messed up for the next three years, for sure. The next three years. Going to be messed up. We're not going to recover. I think the next year is going to be worse than this year. So tighten up. <laughs> tighten up. I think next year's economy is going to be worse than this year. Oh, certainly if Israel and uh, Palestine, Iran, uh, 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 Russia and uh, Ukraine, and also Kosovo and uh, Croatia, somebody, they, they, they out here skirmishing. You, you guys know war is contagious. So anything pops off, and then Taiwan and China any moment now, it's going to be popping off. And if, the, if this current administration wins, it's going to be full scare, scale WW2, WW3, in my opinion. This is an opinion. And no. What, what makes you think that? You don't have no economy three, uh, degree. I don't need one. All right, I see where we're headed. We're in trouble. All right, how dating coaches, let's get back to the show. How dating coaches act out here. How they be acting. How they be we acting, reacting, when you attracting. Who they attracted with your name? Oh, that's not it. Where's the dating coaches at? Oh, here it is right here. All right, so we got the dating coaches right here. Uh, here it is right here. How dating coaches be acting out here. Let's go ahead and roll the film. How you doing? Hi. Yeah, I just saw you from across the street and everything, and I just wanted to let you know, like, you're, you're really beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Can I have your number? Um, that's really nice, but, like, how many people have you said that to today? Uh, 17. What? I'm a, I'm a dating coach, and I just wanted oh. to let you know, like, your, your response is cool and everything, all right? But it was a little defensive, which can come off very unattractive. Did you guys get all that? I'm talking about this in the terms of, like, we're... She's a five, right? Oh. This is where you get all of your practice well. at. Then we're going to go to the city. We're going to get around some actually attractive women. I'm sorry. Pictures, no pictures, no oh. pictures. You want to go with someone that you know for sure does not have a boyfriend. Yes. Why do you approach a woman like this? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, no. This is terrible. Yeah. And uh, I've been saying this a lot of times, you know, uh, people have said that uh, these type of women are practice, practice. They, they've suggested this. go out and practice your practice, your routine, practice your script, practice your game on fives, practice your game on these women. Right. Uh, approach 100 women, get three. And what you'll do, what you'll do is I think you're doing the the, the opposite thing. You're actually encouraging men to pick up on what would see perceived to be easy targets. But the whole flation goes up, right? So then her esteem goes up, and she thinks, well, all these guys are approaching me. I must be something. It happens. You can pick their self-esteem up just like that. Although we said you can't pick it up. But, yes, whole flation is real. So, uh, yeah, man. And he's like, how many guys have you tried? How many girls have you tried this on? You're number 17. And they got the guys on the notepad over here. <laughs> Why would you approach a woman like this? <laughs> how you doing hi yeah i just saw you from across the street and everything and i just wanted to let you know like you're, you're really 
Oh, my man said, Coach, a man goes after what he wants. No, he don't. No, he don't. He goes after what he can get. He, he doesn't go after what he wants. He goes after what he can get. All right. That's what it is. Plain and simple. Let's continue. Beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Can I have your number? Um, that's really nice. But like, how many people have you said that to today? Uh, 17. What? I'm, I'm a dating coach. And I just want huh? to let you know, like, your, your response is cool and everything. All right. But it was a little defensive. All right. Yeah. Um, I've seen, guys, I've seen men do this. What now he's going to do is coach her on what she's doing right and wrong. Like, you know, give her some red pill advice. See, women like you and what, she, like, I've seen guys do this. See, it's because women like you or they'll belittle or berate them. Your response is a little defensive. And as a tactic, I know how to overcome objections. Which can come off very unattractive. Did you guys get all that? Oh, no, not the incels or not the not the people here, not the guys who know, not the not the red pillars. All right. There, there he is right there. They got their notebooks out. <laughs> oh, no, this is terrible. I'm talking about this in the terms of like we're. She's a five. She's a five. I've heard people say that, right? You're telling her she's a five right there, right there. Yeah, put her down right there. (laughs) She's like, yeah, well, listen, she is a little middle mouth muskrat. She is muskratish. But my data tells us the women who get approached quickly and in private where you will spend the least time overcoming their objections, where you'll practice to pick up your game, these women are going to get approached more often. It is not even an argument again. I don't know. I have a need to be right. And just numerically, there's not that many quote-unquote nines and tens. There's not that many. Let me fix my filter here. There's not that many nines and tens. There's not that many numerically There's not that many women that you can go outside and say, that is a top-tier woman. Numerically, you walk outside, there's not that many. Now, you might have to live in a big big area where there's attractive women, a.k.a. attractive women. But walking outside, there's not that many attractive women. So how could you say, I'm going to approach a higher volume or I'm going to practice on girls that I'll practice, you know, running some stuff for about a couple of minutes and then be like, so you'll go for the layup. You'll go for the quickie. You'll go for the woman that if she rejects you, you'll just, just keep moving on. That until you get very good at it. Then you'll get good at it and you'll put yourself in better environments. But the fours, five, sixes get the most, the most uh the most ups. The most they get the most ups. Not the nines and tens. Them women rarely get attracted. Them go, them women rarely get uh, approached. Not directly. Not directly. <laughs> All right, there's going to be some in the pro- indirect stuff. And I actually did a stream on this. And I showed you two dating coaches doing exactly that. And nines and tens, they're not even in an environment where you exist. Not to get cold approach. Not to get cold approach. Maybe if she a bottle ser- service girl and she breezing by you. Hey, baby, hey, uh, <laughs> right? A true nine or 10 does not function in normal hours. They're not, uh, they're not even around in normal hours. And another thing, nines and tens, if you see them in broad daylight, they don't even look like a nine or a 10. Nines or tens do not get dressed up when they're out running errands. 
They don't. They'll they'll put on sweats. They don't put on yoga pants and sweat and a sports bra. Now, eventually, like outliers will do it. They run outside and they throw a hat over their head. And they put on some basic gray sweats and they'll go do their errands. They don't want to be talked to. They don't want to even give you the idea. And you'll be like, "Mm, she don't even look like a nine or a 10. Now, have you ever been in this situation where you saw a woman and you was like, she was all right. And then you saw her get dressed up. I've been in those situations and I didn't know what I had on my hands here. My my filter is adjusting like crazy. I was in a situation. I was with this girl and I was like something about her. She's really attractive, but I thought she's like an eight. Then she got dressed and I was like, God dang. Yep. They got, they got big sunglasses on, no makeup. They got their hat on. They come right out, right in, right out. They scurry to their car. <laughs> they don't be hanging out, waiting for somebody to approach me. They don't be sitting up at Starbucks. Those are four, fives, and sixes. A nine or a 10 has got shit to do. She's like, damn, I got to make that flight to Costa Rica. All right, sugar daddy's got a boat thing. I got to make it to the boat. She running late. I got to pick up my mental head medication. I got to make my job as a flight attendant on a private small plane. I got an appointment, a model shoot. She ain't out just sitting around. <laughs> she on the move. You start to stop her. Hey, how's it going? She just a walking away. You just like, <laughs> you never going to just stop her. Yep. She pick up her Starbucks. How does, how does a nine or a 10 pick up Starbucks? How do they pick up Starbucks? Do they ever, I'm going to just give y'all some game. Does a nine or a 10 go into Starbucks, stand at the register in order? I'm going to tell you they don't. They do not walk in line, stand in a line full of five. Nines and tens never stand in the line. You know what they do? They order that shit on their phone. They order they drink on their phone. They walk in the door. Shoosh. They don't wait for nobody to order it. They don't hold it. They just throw the door open, pick they drink up. And walk the hell out. <laughs> they ain't standing there in line. Oh, let me see here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They order that shit on the app. They walk in, pick up they shit, and be out the door. <laughs> that just like that. They just ain't wait for nobody. Hi, I noticed you in the line here. Man, please, brothers. Anyway, let's get let's show you what's going here. Yo, man, it's crazy. They ain't waiting for no long-winded ninja. And by the time you think the step to her, she gone. You like, all you see is hair and a hat. You're like, oh, shit. They order in. They don't even function at regular hours. Like a woman that is living that life like that, she don't have a regular job. She's not sitting at her job like this. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. She said deliver to castles. Deliver to her sugar daddy's house. Um, They don't even be seen outside at eight in the morning they're not even outside at eight in the morning and they're not in an environment for you to approach them until about 11 30 11 30 p.m so if you're out on the night and you're like let me get ready and you get all the your cologne on and you leave the door at 8 30 and you walk outside and you're like all right here i'm out the door at 8 30 i'm at the club i'm at the rooftop bar at nine o'clock them women ain't there yet. Mm. They're not there. 
They're not at the spot at 9 o'clock. They don't get there until 11.30. They pre-gaming, snoring lines of coca. They coming off the boat. They at a restaurant getting tricked on. Then they get together. They at their apartment with five bitches doing coca, and they, they, uh, they pre-gaming and singing and screaming at the top of their lungs. Then they show up after you done ran game on 12 bitches and got humiliated. They show up at 1130 and they breeze their way through. They're never alone. They're never standing by themselves. They with two or three other hot chicks. And then they breeze through. They don't even wait through the line. They breeze through, go to the VIP section. <laughs> like people, man, get it right. And you already tired and fatigued. Then they there for an hour and they bounce and they go into the valet. <laughs> they go into the valet. They ain't going to be in the parking lot ready for you to pick them up. They go into the valet. They in and out of the club for about an hour, hour and 15 minutes. They go into the private room. They going, going to the valet. Broom off in the Lamborghini. They go. And you out here waiting to run your shit on them. Yes, and somebody said, oh, my God, that girl sounds like a mess. They are a mess. These aren't women that you want to be with. Anyway, they're not women that you want to be with. They're, they're not. These women are living a lifestyle that you cannot keep up with. You think you want a girl like this? You can't keep up with them. They operate. They wake up at 11 a.m. They run their errands while you, on your, while you at work punching, punching your clock. They run their errands incognito. They go shopping. They back at home. They take another nap. They eat their leftovers from their dinner at Mastro's. They warm their leftovers up. They take their mental health pills, <laughs> sniff some coca. Then they go turn a trick at 7, 7 p.m., come back home, take a shower, <laughs> take another nap, wake up at 9 p.m., Meet up with they girls pregame. Do a couple of lines. Drop some eight ball. Do some speed. <laughs> That's what they doing, man. You can't keep up with that. You would try to keep up with that for like a, a week, and they would run you into the ground. They would run you into the ground because you got to go to work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yep, they walk their dog. Yep, crack some agar. Say they cracked out on Adderall. Walk the dog. They live like raccoons. They live opposite of what you live. They don't. They don't sit there. Yep, go back to Starbucks for their fifth trip. They're not standing around trying to get seen. They're not trying to get hit on standing around. Go to yoga, Pilates, meet their personal trainer, walk on the beach. It's it's not the life for you. It is not the life for you. Anyway, and they'll do this for about five years. Then they'll come down off the, it is what it is. Yep, go on Instagram, post a drink. It is what it is. But anyway, let me get back to the show. Dating coaches, uh, giving y'all, trying to compete. But again, this, this is what happens. And uh, if you live in a podunk city, if you live in a Ponuk city, trust me, you ain't been seen 
you haven't seen the top. You have to live in a big city to catch this. And by the way, these women are monetized. All right, anyway, let's get on to the next part of the show. Dating coaches setting y'all up for failure. Nene Leakes, everybody knows her from the Real Housewives of Atlanta. She's a big old tall woman. She's gotten a lot of plastic surgery. She's got a lot of plastic surgery, guys. Now, she says right here, Nene Leakes gets emotional as she opens up about her thoughts on marrying again, marrying again just to have a partner. All right. Um, let me look up what Nene Leaks age is. Nene Leaks age. All right. This is going to be the plight of elderly women. Age 55. 55. How many times has she been married? I know at least once. How many times married? She's been married twice. She's been married twice. All right, so uh, this is going to be the plight of a lot of women coming up here because they had their fun. They've extended this clock. They are like, I still look young. They've actually used all of what I call the miracles of modern science, which are wigs and hair dye and Botox. They fooled themselves to believe that they still had time out here. And then they said, when I'm ready to settle down, I'll settle down. And, of course, they'll have an army of simps ready to support them. She's already had two. One died recently in the last five years or so. And then she had another one. I guess that marriage didn't work out as well. And then she went out to ride the carousel or do whatever she needed to do, work on her career. This is a classic. I'm going to work on my career, and then I'll just settle down when I want to. Okay? Now she's looking for that retirement plan. This is when I say women at this age, they peter out. Now, men continue, we're going to have to work past 55. Let's just call it what it is. Men have to work past the age of 55. In fact, if you're alive at 70, odds are you're going to have to work. What we don't see are women at age 70 working, like working to support families and households. We don't see this. There are outliers, but I say typically where women are going to really peter out and lose energy and lose ambition is right about this age, 55. And, and, and I said about 50 or 55. Then what they'll do is say, oh, I'll, you know what? I'm ready to slow down. I got everything I needed to get up. They're not pushing through 60 and 70. Outliers and the exceptions prove this rule. Men at 55, Ninja, you just getting started and probably just arrived at your peak income. And then you say, let me get 10 good years out of this at this peak income. So you're still going to be expected to work. And you can't say shit like, I'm lonely, I want a partner, unless you're already wealthy at this age. Let's continue here and see what she's got to say. Is my emergency contact or who is it that I will want somebody to call? <laughs> oh, Jesus. In case something happens. And I am um, in any, uh, any other case, I would have them to reach out to my husband. And so I had to start thinking about like who my emergency contact would be and my emergency contact um, I put my son down as my emergency contact in the past 
I listed my husband as my emergency contact. So I start thinking and saying, um, you know, maybe I should just marry who is. See, see, <laughs> this is what we've been warning them about. Remember when they say you're going to die alone? They talking about themselves. They're not talking about you. They're talking about themselves. This, this They're going to come to, the, listen, outliers, exceptions prove this rule. What they're looking at is their mortality. They're looking at things like this. Oh, my emergency contact. Guys, I've dealt with this even with my own parents. So, you know, it, it's, it's a reality. My mother got in the situation. She was like, and she's been strong and independent and whatnot. And she was like, oh, I need to have this procedure, but I have nobody to pick me up from the hospital. And it's just like, oh, my goodness. Then they start thinking, you know, it'd be good to have a guy. It'd be good to have somebody. And these situations are real. These are real. Uh, and uh, they, uh, you know, women live day by day. They live a little bit spontaneous and they never think this point is going to come. And then when people say you're going to hit the wall, oh no, I still look good for my age. Oh no, look at me. I still got my titties up. Look at me. I got, uh, -uh I got, look at my stuff. Look at me. You can't tell me difference between me and my daughter. Look at me. I'm still fine. Look at me. Look at me. And then when we say, well, the wall is not just a physical marker. Okay, it's not physical. I've been telling you, it's more biological, meaning that you cannot have any more children. That's one thing. Then the wall is also a place that you hit when you mask and use hair dye and filters and Botox and injections and BBLs and titty implants. You basically are going to hit a wall inside your inner walls. You're going to hit this wall. This is not even debatable. So, yeah, you fooled yourself because you looked younger or you made yourself look younger, but you're going to hit a point where it's going to be hard for you to find a mate. That's a wall. You're going to run into that wall. You're going to run into a mental health wall. You're going to run into a, a, the wall that tells you it's going to be hard for you. you have a, your mate selection is low. The wall of where your financial wall, you hit the glass ceiling. This has been a common thing, the glass ceiling. You're going to hit a hormonal wall. These walls are real. And just because you look, we've been able to disguise people and say, and look at Nene Lee's here. Look at this. Look at this. She has her 20-year-old face. I don't know what plastic surgeon she got, but they put the 20-year-old face up back on her. That is some amazing work. But the wall is, is real. I don't care if how you try to avoid it with looks. I, I, I'm knowing a lot of women in my age, they're talking just like this. And I'm like, wow. They're like, you know, I, I kind of worked and achieved as much as I'm going to achieve. I've been married and divorced for five years, 10 years. I raised my kids. They're gone. You know, what I would like is, you know, I'm thinking about getting married again. And you're like, mm. married again? Why would you get married? You know, I know it's just a piece of paper and I know, but, you know, deep down inside, you're like, but when you're a man at this age and you've dodged this bullet, you're like, why would I marry you? I'm in my peak. I'm in my income. I'm, I'm just getting the ball rolling. Not only that, I can date women that are 20 all the way up to 50. I'm valuable to all of those women in, a way, in one way or another. I have value to all of them. So I'm going to marry a 40, 
nine-year-old, 55-year-old woman, right when I got my shit going, <laughs> right when I'm getting up out of the blocks, right when I recover, right when I'm at the junior college touching on hips, I'm putting hands and fingertips on young hips right now. I'm making up for my lost college years. I'm touching on supple skin. I'm touching on supple skin. <laughs> Ninjas is like you a metaphile. I'm touch I'm touching on. I can go from city to city, coast to coast. I can go to Frisco to Maine, all the way to Spain, putting hands on hips. <laughs> Why the hell I'ma stop now? Oh, uh, boys walking style. This is absolutely insane. So then they want you to, of course, a woman this age is gonna say. Well, I want a guy my age or below my age that is active. He doesn't just sit there. He's in shape. He has his finances together. He has a house, a car. His kids are out of the house. So she wants the top available mate at 45, 50, 55 to marry a two-time divorcee. What? Why? And he got to, and he's in shape. <laughs> he's masculine. He got cars. He don't, his kids are out of the house. He's healthy. He eats well. His finances are straight. He ain't big. They want him to go out like Boyce Watkins. This is insane. And then they're like, well, who are you going to call? One day, you're going to have to call somebody for your emergency plan. I'll deal with that shit. Let me see what else she got to say. Here she is with her crocodile tears right here. Whether I'm 100% happy with the person or not, maybe I should marry just so that I have a partner, you know, a partner for life, right? Oh, the humanity. And I was thinking about having a partner for life. Even though I know the person isn't right for me, I'm just thinking oh, having humanity. a partner for life. At least there's someone, maybe we would have an agreement that this person would be there for me and I would be there for them. Doing uh, hard times or medical times or something like that. And so she and I was throwing this conversation back and forth. Whether I'm and um, <laughs> so we were throwing this conversation oh, back and forth. <laughs> and um, I feel like the reason why I want to talk about it because I feel like there's many women who would feel like. I know this guy is not the right guy. Is this the repeated clip? Maybe we are cool enough or friendly enough or we like each other enough where we maybe we should get married. Oh, the humanity. Oh, man. And we're just partners for life. But being partners for life, you know, kind of means that, you know, he will see whoever he wants to see. I will see whoever I want to see. Oh, the humanity. 
And that's you. I told you guys. Man, hey guys, keep living. Keep living, guys. It doesn't get, they don't win. They don't win in the end. So she just won a husband on record that can fornicate. He can go get the young. Why would he mac brothers? This shit is, I'm telling you, brothers, I li- I'm waiting for the Reverend X. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. What does he get out of this? This is insane. And we will be there for each other during hard times. And, um, and, um, but doing that, you have to know that that person will probably be talking to other people and loving other people. And they're just with you, you know, through the hard times. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> Dude, guys, I'm telling you guys, men win in the end. She's not the only one that talks. I've, I've gotten similar discussions with women in her age group or younger, eight years, a decade. I've gotten similar conversations. This is a reality. A lot of women are in this bind. A lot of women are in this situation, man. Okay, Reverend X, you're right. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Guys, this is what happens. They live these fabulous lives from teenage all the way up to 30, 40, and then the world starts crashing around them. It starts crashing around them, and then they start making these weird deals. But, uh, you know, they will offer marriage up. They will offer marriage up. I just, you know, man, this is wild. Anyway, I'm going to get to Carly Russell here. Let me catch up on some super chats. What a sad time we live in. They fooled themselves. Guys, they got into this situation. I say no sympathy. No sympathy. But I will, you know, I'll go over there and pump. I'll go get me a quick nut on a slow Tuesday. I will do that. All right, I'll go get a quick nut out of it. But I'm just being honest. That's about it. That about it. Let me catch up over here on some uh, PG. Wait a minute. I do have some other people over here. Karen says, thank you for being on Apple Podcasts, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you. I will continue to upload over there. We're on Apple, Google, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Indeed. GS Inc., shout out to you. All right, PJ Throwaway, BGS. Shout out to BGS. He says, made a video on the biological wall. He says, progesterone is a component to that major bio decline after 30. And shout out to BGS. And uh, guys, these things have been well known for a long time by civilizations. They've been tricking you guys about this stuff. They've been tricking you with these ideologies. Again, uh, these new agendas, I'm not with it. Remember, I know I was talking about the mental health and you guys just don't get it. Trust, I lived in a time where that was not even discussed. I live in a time where all these, these agendas I'm being presented with now. And you're asking me to believe them. I, I understand change, but these things that you're now trying to bring into the forefront, we've survived with as a civilization. And not only did we survive, we actually got better as a result with all, all of this bullshit. <laughs> so another one of these pieces of bullshit is that women get better with age and age like fine wine. And, and it, you know, they don't hit the wall and men hit the wall too. No, no, no. Everybody has known these things. And have warned, gave stern warnings as a result. 
Now, the things, the facade that's going on is that there's a sense of security that women, women these age can have through distraction, career, travel, cock carousel. They'll never need one. They'll make their own money. They'll be CEO. They'll be rich independently. These things inevitably, is they're not true. This is the devil tempting Eve with the fruit of knowledge. This is all temptation. And like, two, like Tupac said, temptation's gone. This is all temptation. It's not going to end well for the majority. You do have outliers. What about this woman? She's the CEO at, you, at, at YouTube or Yahoo. That's a complete outlier. And even those women have mates. Even those women have mates. The reality is the reality. All right. I don't know what to tell you, Eugene Morgan. People don't realize it can get a lot worse than a local war. It can get nuclear. Yes. Thank you for reminding us. World War III can get nuclear. In fact, the situation with Israel, Israel and Iran, I believe Iran was really fighting to keep their nuclear rights. Now this is talking about nuclear. This is getting very, very dangerous, treacherous territory. We can't ill afford a world war. We cannot. And Albert Einstein said it best. I don't know what World War III will look like, but I know World War IV will be fought with sticks and stones. That's how deadly it is. You're absolutely right. But yeah. These things are real, and I think we're really trying to fool each other with nonsense. And some of these agendas, again, I've lived without them. So as I'm seeing these things pushed, I can see it clearly. But if you're under the age of 35, really under the age of 30, you don't know because this is your reality, right? You, you've, lived these, you've lived your entire existence with these agendas being your reality. These are your realities. Right? If you're a teenager or if you're under 20, your reality is this. But I've already lived without these fallacies, without these facades. And I've lived very well. Uh, these things are going to trip you up if you keep pushing it. And you're not going to push it down my throat. You ain't going to let me do it. You're not going to let me believe this bullshit because I've lived without it. I've seen people live without it. And I've seen, oh, trust me, I've seen people actually do well without having to lean on this shit. It's absolutely weird. So he's talking about when women hit 30. Uh, 30 is a critical age. It's pivotal. It's pivotal. Uh, especially when it comes to stress and depression. I don't know why no one's done the, done the research to, to point this out. But women that are going through stress and depression in these age groups, and they're trying to tell me about mental health, could it be perhaps you're doing something that you're not built to do? If you're already struggling at 30, how are you going to make it to 50? Working, plugging away. I think women inherently that are doing these things, they're trapped. They're unhappy. Then they're trying to say, I'm, I'll be a housewife instead. I don't know what world you guys are living in. This is absolute crazy. And then they're like, why aren't these men uh, making me a housewife? And why, don't they, why, why can't they support me? And why, why can't I have this? And I'm like, well, you're 32. It's going to be difficult for you to stop working. Also, the fact that you're making as much money, 
that means men are not making as much money <laughs> to be able to support you because you've been working, taking those incomes away from men that probably would have had those jobs that could probably afford to support you. I mean, there's so many weird arguments as to why people don't see it. And much of it is nobody wants to say they effed up. Damn, I effed up. Yep. You took the wrong route. You got on the wrong train. And now you're trying to jump off the stop and then go back to the beginning. It's too late. It's too late. But you don't, you don't see it that way. And I keep trying to tell you, but you're offended. And just because you're offended doesn't mean I'm wrong. You played the wrong game. You played the game and you brought the wrong game. You blew it. You gave up a, you gave up a lead. Now, don't come begging guys to fix it. It's what it is. It's what it is. Somebody says, what can a 50-year-old woman cop do? Exactly. I, I look at it and say these, that would have to actually then get propped up and pushed into some administrative leadership role. She, but I see 50-year-old men cop. Do you see 50-year-old female cops? You don't see it. They eventually push them into administrative and then or make them the police chief for optics. <laughs> but about 35, she's going to start rethinking whether she need to be a cop. She's going to look at 40 going, am I still going to be out here chasing criminals? Probably not. You can keep fooling yourself. Anyway. Uh, but I'm not here to make you feel good. <laughs> yep, they'll push him to human resources. They'll redirect her. They'll give her assistant police chief. They'll make her police chief in Memphis. They go to the office. But 50-year-old, do I see 60-year-old cops out here? Men. Where we at here? But he also says, you could wake up in the morning, go outside, and outside ain't going to be there no more. Let's go ahead and send it. Yeah, we now are dealing with countries that are getting into crises. And I know people are like, I need to speak on it. Let me just be honest. I don't know much about the situation to speak on it, right? I don't know. I kind of know, but I don't know. I don't know enough to have a whole 15-minute subject matter on why these people are beefing. But what I do know is they've been beefing for quite a long time, right? So none of this shit is new under the sun. That's what I do know. In terms of the politics of it, I have no clue. So I ain't even going to talk about it. But the, the problem that we're talking about is these people have nuclear capabilities. Let me look at Iran. I remember Iran was trying to get nukes and they were trying to prevent them. Does Iran have nukes? They probably got them. They probably, we just don't know about it. There's only nine countries. Let me see if I can get this right. Just so you guys know. They're not known to currently possess them. Oh boy, this is going to be a problem. Because I remember they were trying to get them and say, we're going to get them. And they told them, nah, you can't have it because the balance of power. And they were like, yeah, but Israel, right? Or, or Iraq or Saudi Arabia. Uh, let me give you the countries that have nukes. And the world, let me, let me give you the politics of this. Just real briefly. You see here, countries that have nukes. There we go. All right. And there is a, what, what, the, what the world has done, these countries have done, is try to keep, nukes out of certain countries' hands because numerically 
you don't want too many allies to have nukes and non-allies to have nukes. You want them to at least be able to protect themselves, but you can't let have every country have nukes, right? So they decided, they've decided that certain countries can have them and certain countries cannot. This is what the world's decided. And based on your history, how you've acted in the past, politics, trade, embargo, embargoes, based on how you've acted or your current leader or whatever, they decided that these countries can have them, these countries not. Now, unfairly, there's some countries that don't have them that are like, hey, our bitter enemy has them, right? But they have five, they have nine countries and they have it so that if there came down to a deciding vote of who gonna nuke each other, they have a balance. They have an odd number. So let me just educate you right here. This is what's happening. And when you hear this list, you should be alarmed. You should say, wait a minute. All right, and uh, people are calling it the, the, salt, uh, the SALT Treaty. Again, these things, again, I, I don't know too much about it, and I'm not afraid to say I don't know. I'm not an expert in this field. I just know very minimum about it. It says nine countries possess nuclear weapons. That would be the United States, Russia, France, China, the United Kingdoms, Pakistan, India, Israel, and North Korea. And I think North Korea is the latest one. I think they were, you know, that was one of the reasons why people were worried about them. I don't think they were really granted permission. They just took it. I might be wrong on that. I might be wrong on that. They just took it. And then now the IRAN, Iran, right, is that's why they're saying, hey, uh, this recent thing with Hamas and Israel creates a conflict. If Iran is supporting them and then Israel has a fight with Hamas. This could create a very, very interesting situation. Then Iran is looking like, how do we protect ourselves from one of the countries here on the list? Israel. And then another country that would probably side with Israel would be the United States and certainly the United Kingdom. So if I'm a country that's on the other side of this, I'm feeling threatened here, right? I'm threatened. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. See what I mean? This could create an issue. Not only that, India will probably side with, I don't know, India's probably in bricks, but yeah, you got some problems here. That's a problem. Same thing with China and Taiwan. China has nukes. Taiwan has none. I think that's probably something you would think about. But somebody says Iran probably has them. You can't, you got to be careful saying that because, um, and do not super chat me that. But yeah, it, it, you, have, you have some problems here. You have some problems. So you don't want a World War III. <laughs> right. You don't want it, uh, uh, especially then Russia has them. Ukraine certainly doesn't. People are concerned about that. Yeah, this is some interesting times. I think, um, and then, of course, you would think if Iran has them and they're not supposed to have them, what, how do they deal with that? Well, you're not supposed to have them, and they say, but we got them. <laughs> All right, and then how do you stop them from using them before you sanction them? This is a this is a mess. This is a mess. And again, though, uh, I'm not an expert on this. I just look at it from a position of this is strategically a mess. This is strategically an absolute mess. And we do not want negative feelings to prevail. We don't want escalation. We also don't want other countries supporting countries that don't have the ability to defend themselves. Or if they find out through, hey, let's go get them. Oh, they got some. Oh, boy. Nah, this could end really, really bad. 
And this is the closest. He said they got them from us. This is the closest that we've ever been in this situation. Since World War II. We've never been this close to what people consider like, yo, this could be this could be deadly for a lot of people. Who knows? The perfect storm. Yeah. And then you'll t- oh man. I mean, there, there's just a lot going on here. Barring the politics. Again, I'm not, I'm not really. I'm not really caught up on the politics of everything. There's so much history. So who am I to know what's been happening for the last 2,000 years? But what I know is protect your neck. Protect your neck. We're here. Uh, Who is this in here? Zoman says, funny how Carly Russell was being prosecuted by Trevor Bauer's accuser. Did you say prosecuted or persecuted? Carly Russell is being persecuted by Trevor Bowers, Bowers accused. Oh, she's being prosecuted. You were right. I messed it up. He says, funny how Carly Russell is being prosecuted, but Trevor Bauer accuser is getting interviews. All right. Shout out to you. The real fit style says to understand why they make it illegal for men to buy. Go back to Adam and Eve's story. They can only control men through women. And so, yeah, I didn't really go that deep into it, but you're right. I think they're also, like, if you want to support monogamy and building family, you would have to make it illegal for men. You'd have to make it illegal for men because then you can punish them and stop it. You can probably stop it faster if you punish the men than than by punishing the women. And the women can be made victims in this situation. Like, a man made her do it. She was trafficked. She had no choice. The pimp gave her drugs. Evil guy over here pushed her to it. Whereas the man has made a conscious decision to solicit what people perceive as a victim. Well, she's in a bind and she's being taken advantage of. But we also know women are choosing to be in this situation, but you just cannot figure out which women are choosing to be and which women are being pushed or trafficked. So there's the problem. But a man has made a choice to do this and therefore the woman is the victim in this situation, I think. I think that's why they do it. And then they can punish him and say he needs to get married and you'll have more sex with your wife if you get married. I don't know. It's a lot going on there. But thank you, Real Fit Style. He says it goes back to Adam and Eve. They can only control the man through women. And uh, Adonel says snake, indeed. And Smith and Wesson says uh, South America and Africa can never have nukes. Do you know why, though? Can you explain why? I mean, other than, you know, saying racism. Why can't they have it? Is it a logistic reason? I mean, are we not increasing it? Are we not packing the nukes? Are, why can't we push it to 13 and give South Africa, South America some or Africa? Is it, is it regional? I don't know why. I really don't know why. So maybe you can clue us in. But it's time to get to the main event, and it is Carly Russell on. Carly Russell. Oh, you know what? Let's do the Carly Russell story, but I do have another thing that I wanted to discuss. I forgot about it. You want the Carly Russell? Let's give you the Carly Russell, then we'll come back to uh, women being toxic. Yeah, no black country has nukes. I got it. Yeah, they got Gaddafi over kind of stuff like this. All right. The ninjas would use them. (laughs) Okay. All right, hold on for a second. I'm trying to do the main event. He said the ninjas would use them. All right, political instability. All right, so that explains Africa, and that explains Venezuela, right? Political instability, corruption. 
Uh, I mean, listen, that that's a very, very wide-ranging conversation. The cartel, the cartel will get them. All right, now thank you, thank you. Gia says the cartel will get them. All right, now we get it. Uh, you know, um, Idi Amin would get them and use them. They would use them. All right, so there we go. <laughs> All right, hold on for a second. I didn't mean to go there, but that makes sense now. That makes sense now. Okay, give me, again, this is not my wheelhouse. So the cartel would use them. All right. Oh, by the way, I, I'm not going to get into this. I'm not going to get into this. They ain't got no money for them. All right, anyway, you're absolutely right. Systematic racism. Okay. Ninja, I think an African ninja would use them. They would use them. Anyway. <laughs> Definitely the cartello in the South or Central America would get them. Venezuela and Colombia. Yeah. He said the cartel got them. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's a whole nother. That, they probably do got them. They probably do got them. That, listen, man, boy, this is a big conversation here. I should probably open this up for a panel one day. But let's get to this right here. Uh, speaking of cartel, let's go to Carly. Ru Carly Russell, you guys remember her? She was the woman that claimed she saw a midget or a little person, a child, on the side of a freeway in the dark where there was major traffic. Nobody else saw them. Absolutely ridiculous story. Then she blamed a, an abductor, a white guy with orange hair, presum presumably uh, it or uh, Donald Trump abducting the kid. And they kidnapped her, kept her in the hotel, fed her Cheez-Its. She went to Target and all this. We don't know why she did it. That hasn't come through. But she's been found guilty in fake Hoover abduction. Judge recommends one year in jail, $18,000 in restitution. So they're saying that there was $18,000 in resources spent by the Hoover Police department, the FBI, I'm sure, might have been on the case. Only $18,000. Does anybody think that the punishment fits the crime? She was a national story here. Let's go ahead and read it. Carly Russell, 26, found guilty by a Hoover municipal judge on Wednesday of a faking her own abduction. The ruling came after Russell pled not guilty. Wow. Mm. Not guilty. Oh, man. I didn't realize she pled not guilty. On charges of false reporting to law enforcement authorities and falsely reporting an incident, despite her plea, municipal judge Brad Bishop found her guilty based on the recommendation of state prosecutors. Did they have a jury trial? I don't think so. Bishop recommended, I think they possibly may have just allowed the judge to decide. Bishop recommended one year in jail, $17,874 in restitution. He also recommended two fines of $800. And thirty-one dollars. Do you? Let's put a poll up. Let's put a poll up. Carly Smollett. This story was buried. I gotta put a poll up on this one. Do you believe the punishment justifies the actions of this individual? Uh, I will not tell you what my opinion is. Does the punishment fit the crime? Punishment fit the crime. Carly Russell. I'm gonna say yes. She deserves, she deserves less. <laughs> and no, throw the book at her. Throw the book at, or no, she got off easy. That's what I'll put. No, she got off easy. Wow. There it is. There's your poll right there. She pleaded not guilty. I, I'm, I'm shocked that she pleaded not guilty. Wow. 
Does the punishment fit the crime? I got to write it twice because I got a whole bunch of live streams here. Does the punishment fit the crime? Yes. No, I'll just put yes and no. One year in, is it jail or prison? Because I think one year would mean jail. Yeah. Normally, if you go past two years, this is just my understanding. You're going to talk about prison. One year in jail. So she going to the county. She going to the county. And she'll probably get a suspended sentence. Let's see what they say here. Russell, holding her hands behind her back, fidgeted nervously as she entered her plea around 214 in municipal court. There are no jury trials. There we go right there. The Constitution allows anyone who faces jail time to have their case heard and decided by a jury of her peers. Bishop explained that um, often defendants will appeal his verdict to Jefferson County Circuit Court to take the case to a jury trial. All right, so there we see there's going to be an appeal. They're more than likely going to be an appeal. This is the next legal maneuver. Remember, the legal maneuvers are weird. So he says right here, Uh, Most of the time, defendants just appeal the verdict. So she's probably not going to spend any time in jail up to this point. Russell, represented by attorneys who don't care about them, is appealing to the circuit court. So she is going to appeal. Anthony said, following Wednesday's hearing, they are appealing the verdict because state prosecutors want Russell to serve jail time. There is no need to have a trial here. Knowing their position, quote, one of the lawyers said, we have stipulated and appealed the case and it will star anew in the Bessemer Circuit Court. More drama here. Why can't she just say, all right, I did it. I did it. Anthony said Russell's legal team completely agrees with jail time for a Class A misdemeanor, especially when it's Russell's first offense. Quote, if you can find where someone was put in jail for that, bring the file to me and I'll look at it. He said, generally, they're not put in jail. And he says, restitution, we do not agree with that. But to lock her up, oh, it says we don't disagree with that for the restitution. Yeah, they got off easy. But to lock her up and put her in jail, we disagree. Russell was clearly nervous in the court on Wednesday as she stood before the judge. Of course, anytime you're before the judge, you can get nervous. Nervous is anyone that goes before a judge. That's what I just said. (laughs) I think she understands what has happened. She has apologized. Not really. I don't want her to have a breakdown, mental health. So we're handling her with kid gloves and making sure her mental state is just fine. So when you commit a crime, we're worried about mental health state. Remember, that's what we're doing now. I told you, this is the problem that you go through when you go down this damn rabbit hole saying that, uh, uh, nah, man. All right, you got some mental issues, but hey, You still got to go to the poke. Ask why she did it. Anthony said that's something that will eventually come to light. She's still not even saying why she did it. We're dealing with issues with Carly and we want the best for Carly. Anthony said that's her attorney. We realize a mistake was made, but we don't want to just pile on right now. (laughs) Okay. Prison for felonies and uh, one year plus. Thank you, Jeff. So prisons for felons, misdemeanors, no prison. You go into the county. Thank you for clearing that up. The lawyer said he believes the amount of restitution sounds fair given the resources expended during the search. Of course it sounds fair. She got off easy. 
Anthony said, this is her lawyer. He doesn't know if more charges would be filed, but said the defense was invited by the attorney general's office to speak before, before a grand jury, and they declined. Wow, this is terrible. This is terrible. It says right here, ask why uh, she where she was during the 49 hours that she was missing. Anthony said, I think you'll have to ask the attorney general's office. That is crazy. Now, guys, there's men that have been thrown in jail for not paying child support longer than this. There's men in jail for, let's look, look at her fine. There's men in jail for this type of child support loss. 18 grand, there's definitely men in jail for being behind $18,000 in child support. There's no appeal either. No jury trial either. There's certainly a guy in jail for that. They do not punish women. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why women don't get punished. This is the secret. And this goes back to biology. Goes back to biology. And I've heard this from somewhere. And I did not make this up. But this is one of the prevailing thoughts as to why laws tend to not punish women. Go back to how many women have pre, uh, reproduced in our world versus how many men. 80% of women in the history of the world have reproduced. This is what scientists believe. Only 40% of men have reproduced, which tells you there have been women that have reproduced multiple times by different males, statistically. Women as, are seen as the bringer in of life. Thus, when you keep them in prison and in jail, you actually limit the ability for people to procreate, especially a woman of the, mature, uh, of the procreation age. This woman can't procreate. She can bring life. When you have them behind bars, they cannot bring life. Thus, they cannot continue the ex extension of... I'm not saying this is... I'm not saying I believe, believe that this is why they should be punished less, but this is why they do it. This is why they're punished less. Because they can bring life. I don't listen. I don't think this is fair. But we're seeing women that can, that are in the age of fertility getting less prison sentences. You would have to explain why. This is one of the explanations I was offered, and it seems plausible. So when you're seeing teachers that are 24, 25, and they sleep with a, they have a, or they grape a young person, a young male student, they tend to get off lighter. They tend to get probation because she can bring life. Now, it's sad. It's sad. This is why they do it. Now, this is, per, this is a idea of why they, can why they tend to do that. But if you're a guy in this age, you're not necessarily needed to procreate because a woman can have multiple men uh, and procreate with multiple men. You, on the other hand, the likelihood of you procreating is already low already. Not only that, you can get cheap labor from men. So you're so while you're in there, they can get cheap labor for you and you can do more laborious jobs. They cannot. Now, I'm not justifying that that is a reason, but I heard that explanation. I heard it explained as that. And of course, gynocentric courts and, you know, the poor woman had a breakdown. Oh, she just was in a bad state. She had mental health issues. And they get off will not being punished. And we see this also even displayed 
and um, punishments for uh, younger people. In elementary school, high school, college, these punishments are awesome. Like, for instance, a woman's not punished for paternity fraud. Uh, a woman's not punished for false allegations. We still have this existence where women get off for doing things. They're not punished for lying. They're not punished for use of resources. Now, they will have your ass frying. <laughs> they will have your ass frying under the jail for doing what she did or even less. There's men in jail for less than this, for longer sentences. Uh, but it is what it is. Listen, we got to do what we got to do out here. He says eggs are expensive. Sperm is cheap. It's sad. It's wrong. I don't agree with it. I don't agree that that should happen because women are equal in our society. And all of a sudden, when they're punishment, they become unequal. Let me look at the data real quick, and I'm going to get on to the next point here. Uh, let me see here. Women prison sentences. Let me see here. Women punish less for crimes. And where's the feminist on this one? It says female judges have less bias than male judges. Okay, let me just pull up some data. Uh, gender differences in sentencing of felony offenses. Uh, this is just Arizona. Oh, this is the U.S. Department of Justice. Mm -hmm. Females were more likely to have outcomes determined by pleas to reduce charges than were male. Okay, so that's what they're offering there. Women took a plea deal. Men did not. Fewer women than men were incarcerated, but sentences, it says sentence dispositions vary greatly across the eight major offense categories, while the percentages of males incarcerated for each category always exceeded that of a woman. Women were more likely to be sentenced for, to jail for robbery and assault than were men. Men were more likely than women to be incarcerated for property crimes. This suggests that women may be sanctioned more harshly when their behavior violates sex role stereotypes. Finally, comparisons of sentence lengths indicate that prison terms of men and females, males and females, did not differ. Uh-oh. The terms of probation for males were significantly longer than for females, and males were also received significantly longer jail time. This is the U.S. Department of Justice. This is the U.S. Department of Justice. Okay, now this is, uh, they're looking at Maricopa County. So, again, I don't have time to look up all the details. Let me see this article here just to see as a reference here. The data shows there's a wide gender gap in the U.S. when it comes to prison sentencing for deleting partners. Okay, that's very specific. Are criminal courts more lenient on women? 2015 study looks at gender. Okay, let me see what they say right here. Women have made great strides in achieving gender equity. Voters sometimes have different expectations. Okay, who cares about all that? Of all right here. It says scholars have found that women receive shorter sentences for sex crimes than men. They also are less likely to incarcerate women and tend to give women shorter sentences than men. This is federal courts. Federal courts are more lenient on female descent, uh, defendants in general. This is all here in the study of J Journal of Criminal Justice. So there is definitely a discrepancy. Women were less likely to be detained before trial. There were 
less likely than men to be held in jail prior to trial. Women who were released on bond were given lower bond amounts. Their bond were set at amounts that were 54% lower than men were required to pay. Women were 58% less likely to be sentenced to prison. For defendants who were sentenced to prison, there generally was no gender disparity in the length of sentences. Okay, black female defendants were in some ways treated differently than white female defendants. Black women were assigned higher bond amounts and were more likely to be sentenced to prison than white women. Women of both races were equally likely to be released prior to trial. All right, so those are some those are some insights. Just briefly. So it there definitely is proof that there's not equal justice when it comes to male and female. This is an example of feminism cherry picking. I don't hear the feminists saying, hey, you know what? We need equality across the board. All right, let me see here. Yeah, we, we kind of knew this already. Yeah, you're right. Let me check out the Super Chats and then get back. I think there are none. Let me check it out and then get back to the show. Last point. It says right here. Men are expendable. Men go to war. You know. Mr. John Stewart, coach, thanks for all that you do, brother. Much love. Shout out to you. That's what we'll call you. All right. Not the not the famous one, but it is what it is. Smith and Weston says it's all about resources and raw minerals. Untapped land. Is that related to? I think you mean it's related. Is that related to the war? I mean, nuclear weapons. Is that what it was related to? You might be behind on the stream. I'm not. I'm not sure. And then uh, Triggerverse says. Triggerverse says. Uh, a coach, did you hear about the Ebony Alert? An Amber Alert strictly for black females. <laughs> okay, well, uh, would it work for uh, Carly Russell? Who put in the Ebony Alert? The Ebony Alert. Is that California? It had to be California. Ebony Alert. So apparently there's also this idea that black kids are being abducted. Gavin Newsom. I should have known. Gavin Newsom. Hey, Gavin Newsom's running for president. I'm just letting you know. If he doesn't run this year and I predicted it, that he could possibly jump in there. And people thought I was crazy. Dude, when I said that, there was a person that thought I was nuts. They were like, you're crazy. Oh, it's legitimate. Gavin Newsom's making a presidential run, whether it's this year or in 2028. He's running. And he's doing everything. He's not prosecuting rappers for lyrics. He just nominated a gay black woman to be a senator. He's now got Ebony Alert. This is a planned. He got prostitutes running around the streets in California. He got mass exodus. Gavin Newsom, Ebony Alert. Oh, boy. Do you guys realize how many black baby mamas is going to be putting y'all ninjas on Ebony Alert? Oh, oh my goodness. How many girls that's going to be at the junior college on Ebony Alert? Shout out to Smith and Wesson. Oh, that was about the nuke stations I brought up. So you're talking about resources and raw materials and untapped land. Shout out to you. Yeah, man, this is going to be a mess. How many of y'all ninjas going to be late on child support, late dropping your kid off? That's going to have y'all ringing up on the Ebony Alert. <laughs> Ebony Alert. Apparently, there's still this belief that black kids are being abducted on, you know, um, and their livers and spleen being taken more greater than um, or greater than uh, any other race of people. Shout out to James 
Davis a bit again. Shout out to you. Thank you for that chat. Let's get to this last one. Ebony alert. Ebony alert. I don't know what that's about, man. Like, what is the point of that? That's probably some boomers came up with that. <laughs> All right, let me do this, and then I'm going to get on with the show. Uh, toxic women. Let me just show you this woman here. You guys seen this woman before right here. This woman's name, Adrian. She was in 3LW. Okay, there's, there she is right there. I want you to, this, this is a very interesting, very, very interesting piece of video here. Let's watch it and break it down in real time. I'm sorry, but if a guy leaves the room from me and tries to go to another room, yeah. I get so upset. Like, I will follow you into that other room. I will continue to talk to you. Oh, you just, oh, so you're going to walk away. That's real manly of you. That's very mature. Just walk away. So you won't let him sleep? Absolutely not. I will lay like this. <laughs> you know what? You, you going to sleep now? Now you going to sleep? That's I will lay right on top of you with no problem. Do you start I'm sorry. Now, uh, uh, listen, I've been telling y'all this for a long time. I've been, I've been telling y'all that for a long time. Uh, I don't know why they admit to this as toxic traits that they're doing. Now I got to cut you. I've been telling you up for a long time, guys. When it comes to domestic violence, <laughs> women have, is hit, it has been said, and I'll pull it up because a lot of people don't believe me. Women overwhelmingly commit and or instigate domestic violence. If you look at the statistics, they are the prevailing authority, the leader. Now, I'm going to break the statistics down for you. We have to have this conversation. They are the leaders in domestic violence, physical and emotional and mental. And it ain't even close. But people thought it was cute. Dude, that is predatory. That is instigation. And the guy said, I'm going to avoid this because, again, as I talked about earlier, guys cannot be direct with women because feelings. We cannot tell them where they're done wrong because gaslighting, because manipulation, because need to be right, silent, all of these things. And men are at a disadvantage because in our world, we think that a woman doing this is okay. So much so that they laughed. And even when they, this looks like Jenny Mai too. She was somewhat uncomfortable kind of with her breakdown of her approaching her and laying. So she said, I'm going to physically kidnap you. Yeah, that's what she's doing. Because if a man did that, she said, I felt trapped. I couldn't get out of it. We read that with Lou Ferrigno. His size, he, he trapped me. I feel like I couldn't move. And I he, keep having the, and coach, man, you talking about the, this, not all women do this. Guys, they do this all the time. They've been doing this for a long time. Now, when you react, you push them out of the way. Uh, uh, and we'll, we'll go over the data. They often more likely to strike you first. More likely, unprovoked. Then we don't look at it as this. For some reason, you will still consider me the problem here. But I'm going to play the clip again. Now that you can see it, let's play it again and show you. This is domestic violence. She's instigating domestic violence. She's completely toxic. And she had no problem sharing how toxic she was. Do you know how many women get away with this? And then play the victim, call the police, threaten, 
uh, uh, try to get you to hit them, try to get you to push them out of the way, fall down, break their wrist. Call the police, police haul you off. She laughing and sniggling. This happened to Jonathan Major. This is Jonathan Major all over it again. Jonathan Major is completely being railroaded. And it's been proven, and nobody's helping the guy. Except for Megan Good. Nobody's helping him. Nobody was like, oh, man, this is crazy. Even the lawmakers are still dragging this out and dragging out a trial. Let me play this replay. Anybody who thinks that this is not toxic, I don't know what to tell you. This is absolutely domestic violence. And they laughed at it. Let's continue. Play it. Right, but if a guy leaves the room from me and tries to go to another room, yeah, I get so upset. Like, I will follow you into that other room. That right there is domestic violence. The guy de-escalated. He walked away. That is the very definition of domestic violence. <laughs> I mean, okay, so he was, he, he did not want to uh, uh, engage with you. He left. You followed him. Okay, let's switch the genders. She walked away and ran into the bathroom and locked herself in. He follows her to continue the conversation, yelling through the door. That would be domestic violence immediately. That would be, I was in an abusive relationship. What did I also tell you? I often told you when a woman says, this is again more proof, I was in an abusive relationship, you immediately ask her who was the abuser. This is prime example right here. Now, coach, man, that's dangerous to talk about that. No, this is proof. And I'll show you. I'll read it again, the data. This is proof. She was the abuser. Clearly, she's admitting it. And she's not the only one. Let's continue. I will continue to talk to you. Oh, you just, oh, so you're going to walk away. That okay, so what about the emotional abuse, the verbal abuse? Oh, you going to, guys, he was verbally abusive. He kept talking to me and talking to me and talking to me and yelling at me, calling me. Watch this. Can you to talk to you? Are you just, are you, so you're going to walk away? Yeah. Yep. I, I want you guys to start reframing your mind. Now I got to cut you. That's real manly of you. That's very mature. So now we have an attack on masculinity. They obviously are now embroiled in a very, very thing. So now I'm going to attack your masculinity. Guys, we let this shit slide all day long. And they sniggling and laughing. They're sniggling and laughing. Now I'm going to attack your mask. That's manly of you to walk away. How dare you walk away? Don't walk away from me. Who's controlling? He was controlling. He was insecure. And you're now hearing controlling, insecure, emotionally and verbally abusive, and now physical, instigation, and everybody's laughing. So what do you think is going to happen when this happens to you and she's five foot two and you're six feet tall? What do you think is going to happen when she goes into domestic violence court and she says, hey, man, look at the sheer size of him. He was intimidating. He pushed and shoved me and I'm just a little old white woman like Amber Heard said. I'm a blonde, little frail white woman and nobody's going to believe you. Let's continue here. This is tragic, but I'm here to try to open your mind here. Here we go. Just walk away. So you won't let him sleep. Absolutely not. I will let him. All right. So you won't let him sleep. You won't let him sleep. Guys, that is abuse. I don't know what to. Listen, I've had several people leave this stream. Because they cannot handle this. You cannot let your mind go here. You're not going to let him sleep. 
Do you realize if I if if a woman accused me of making keeping her up to the point where she tried to fall asleep and I didn't let her, I would be thrown in jail. He didn't let her go to sleep. He told her to don't go to sleep. Don't close your eyes. He physically stood over me. And look at him. Look. Do you see what I'm talking about? This is why we have, I want equality. I, I want equality. If we're going to fake equality, we're not going to cherry pick here. But what we're doing is women say they're equal and then they want to be a kid or a victim. After the fact, oh, well, I'm a victim now. Carly Russell. Well, I'm a victim at the end of the day. I'm, I'm just a woman. Like this. <laughs> what is this? What is this? This is physical intimidation. Of course, if I want my space and I push her away, it's the assault on my side. And she's admitting this. I want you guys to think this way. This is where we are. You gonna sleep now? You gonna sleep now? Wow. Laughing. Here we go. Now you gonna sleep? I will lay right on top of you with no problem. Yep, no problem. I will abuse you with no problem. (laughs) I will abuse you with not a problem. And of course, Jenny Mai sitting there, you know why she's divorced. All right, it's pretty simple. Let me see here. Let's pull up the statistics. But not many people will uh, cover this. Not many people will cover this. Because people are scared. Y'all some scared people out here. Here it is right here. I got two sources. Two sources, two sources. See here. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. We'll use source number one. Extensive, extensive research. You don't need no extensive research, Ninja. Women initiate domestic violence more than men. Men underreported. So even when you hear statistics, just throw it all out. When you hear statistics, one in four women, one in three men, the man, throw it out the window. Men do not report stuff like this. In fact, if you didn't understand this in context, you wouldn't consider any of that abuse. But in our world today, if a man did these things, it was abuse. But men don't report it. If you're being treated like this and followed around and trapped and blocked your your pathway blocked, kidnapped, physically abused, tortured, made to not go to sleep, addressing argument, don't walk away with me, belittling you. Men don't call the police on this. Men don't call the police. Men don't go to court. Men don't file restraining orders. It's only women that does that. They don't call the police. It's only women that do that. Then... When you look at the data, these men out here abusing. This is why women say, I was in an abusive relationship. This is why women say, he was an abuser. They can just lob that at you when the data shows opposite. This is opposite. Let me read it. Domestic violence against men is often underreported. Further, multiple studies demonstrate that in intimate partner violence, IPV, Women are more often the instigate, wait, the initiators of physical violence. What? I'm going to show you this. I said this. Nobody believes me. When it comes to intimate partner violence, women are often 
the initiators of physical violence. What does that mean? They're often the person that struck, struck first. They're the ones that hit first. It says right here, they're more often the initiators of physical violence. They're often the one who hits first. This is also right there. They're often the one to physically intimidate. They're often the initiators. This isn't a lie. But nobody would believe this. No, you just hate women, right? But I'm here to show you that this is what's going on. Expert testimony that provides such critical information is necessary to overcome the bias against men in the domestic violence cases and related restraining order matters, especially when men are claiming self-defense or filing for protective orders against abusive women. Social workers and judges are often skeptical of such claims by men. Oh, she's little. How, how did she intimidate you? And it's time we bring science into the courtroom to end such systemic gender-based discrimination against men. Yep, men often just leave and walk out and go sleep at the homie's house. They just avoid it. Then when he comes back the next day, she ready for uh, his wait, wait, wait. My bad. She often waiting for his ass. Now I got to cut you. All right. It says analyzing data gathered from 11,370 respondents, researchers found that half of violent half of violent relationships were reciprocally violent. Again, when I say if a woman says I was in an abusive relationship, you immediately ask, who's the abuser? Because half the time, both of them have been violent. It was both people. In non-reciprocal, this is going to be the kicker. In non-reciprocal, sorry, let me repeat it. In non-reciprocally violent relationships, meaning that it was one-sided, Women were the perpetrators in more than 70% of the cases. Wait a minute. Let me go full screen. In, in non-reciprocal, meaning that only one of the partners was hitting. 70% of the time, the woman was the, was the perpetrator in more than, more than 70 are y'all tripping? Yeah. And this is according to the American Journal of Public Health. In addition, out of all the respondents, a quarter of the women admitted to perpetrating the domestic violence and when the violence was reciprocal, women were often the ones to have been to the first to strike. So again, they're saying what happens was 25%, a quarter of the women said, I admit, yeah, I hit him. I hit him. Yep, and I hit him. Yep, and I stopped him. Yep, and I was yelling at him. And yep, I pushed him. And yep, so they're saying they're admitting it. This is an example of it right here. Admitting it. Yep, I did this. Yep, and I'll do it again. Yep, I followed him. Room from me and tries to go to another room. Yeah, I get so upset. Like I will follow you into that other room. That's an admission. And so when they're heated and they're in passion, what what they're saying is the women are saying, "Yeah, and I did this, but he pushed me and I broke my arm." I'm going to show you where that comes in. And then you go to jail for breaking her arm. In addition, 
In addition, an analytic view of 552 domestic violence studies. There's 552 domestic violence studies published in the psychological bulletin found that 38% of the physical injuries suffered in domestic violence disputes were suffered by men. Let me show you the instigation, the instigation ones, because it's, it's in here as well. And by the way, there's a lot of studies here. Mm hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Let's see here. When people see women. Oh, this is the women being abused in public, which, man, there's a skit that there's not a skit. There's a there's a video I should show on the end of this just to show you. They say when women when people see a woman abused in public, they tend to quick be quick to react. People will even put their own safety at risk to try to protect a vulnerable victim. Unfortunately, when the victim is a man, people not only do not react, they often Find it humorous. All right, I'm going to show you a video related to that. And I don't say any of these things to make you angry or upset. Okay, I don't. I'm just trying to shed a light on some of these tropes that we believe out here. And then it says violence by women causes less harm due to obvious size differences in strength, but it is by no means harmless. Yeah, just because you, you can't break an arm doesn't mean, well, I, little old me, I couldn't do nothing to him. Doesn't matter, guys. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that does not matter. That's just cope and trope. Let me see if I can pull this up right here. Let me see here. Let me see here. Men being abused in public by woman. Let's see if I can find this video. Let's see. There's lots of skits. Uh, I think this is it. Domestic violence. Um, I wish I could find the one I really want to show you. But these are social experiments. Let me see if this one shows us here. Okay, this will be a good one. I, I, I'm assuming this will do the trick. Okay, so here we go right here. Fair use. Fair use. What's going on, guys? This is Mo. This is CT. And this is Oct TV. Today, we're with singer actress Yo Ying. Today, we're doing the domestic violence experiment. I'm gonna be abusing him, he's gonna be abusing me, and we're gonna see who gets more attention. You spoke to him last night? I wasn't. Listen, listen, yeah? No, listen, you could tell me the truth. You could tell me the truth! Why are you talking to that guy last night? I wasn't! Listen, don't talk to God. Listen! Why are you talking? All right. All right, and so right away, right away, I would say it took about 15 seconds. Everybody notices, in fact, they are noticing him right away. So watch this elderly couple. I mean, two seconds in, they're already on him. They're already on him. So uh, they're, they're already noticing this with just the conversation. And he's not really physically intimidating her yet. He's just kind of raising his voice. And raising voice would be enough to cons constitute emotional abuse by a male. Tell me the truth. You could tell me the truth! Why are you talking to that there's a little delay here, but most people wait for one person to react. Why last night? I wasn't. Listen, don't talk to God. Listen. All right, here they come. Look at this guy right here. Old man, old simp. What you going to do? Break a hip? All right, uh, let's see. There's another one right here. Boy. See what there's another Why are you talking? I'm not playing. I'm not playing. Oh, uh, of course. A ninja. Real quick. 
I mean, that was fast. And ninjas, this is how you lose your life. I'm telling black men to stop doing this. Ninja, you always the hero. This is how your ass get deleted. All right, stop doing this. He was talking. I'm not playing. I'm not yo, playing. Yo, what are we doing? Oh, cool. Wow. Yo, yo, we're filming. We're, we're filming. Look, we're, are you all right? We're filming a social experiment, look. Look, 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 look. You okay? We're just raising right? awareness. All right, yeah, he's still worried about the... He really wants some puss. That's what he wants. All right, uh, let's continue here. Yeah, he really wanted some puss. He wanted Ling Ling. We're just... Listen, we're just filming, bro. Look, ninjas, this is how you lose your life out here. No, we're filming a social experiment. That's cool, right? man. Thanks for raising awareness, man. We're so filming funny. a social experiment for domestic violence. Thanks a lot, YouTube, man. Right? Yeah. YouTube? Yeah. Yeah. I know it's a prank. Type. They do stuff like yeah. that. We're just <laughs> filming. Out. I, yeah. I don't know about you. Ninja up out here. He about to lose his uh, uh his his blood pressure about to be up. All right, so look, he's instantly surrounded. I mean, I, I don't know how it's gonna turn out for the woman, but he's instantly surrounded. There's at least one, two, three, four, five, six males that have stopped this. All right, okay. You guys stood up. Look, we're filming. We're filming. Thank you guys. Seven. Look, seven. Okay, he calling them over. Eight, nine. There's nine men. Wow. Yeah, I mean, listen. I mean, this is definitely a threat. I'm not saying that this should go on. But we're just seeing the response there. There's nine men. And, and they got the ninjas again. Uh, what are we, peacemakers? They go to black men again. It doesn't matter if you're black European, black Canadian, black. The black man always sticking his nose in somebody's business. First to get your ass arrested as soon as the police show up. It goes to black man again. We're, we're somehow always the one who knows best. Thank you, thank you for saying something. We're filming. No, 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 all right, so <laughs> here we go. The response: We see some women. She's smiling. Black woman in the back smiling. This one, this Latina chick or whatever, looking over her shoulder. Old people are ignoring it. And these ninjas, world star. And he's smiling, showing his teeth right here. Right. So you see more smiles and laughter. And this leads to the next domestic violence issue, which is when um, a woman reacts to a man, the one question they ask you is, I wonder what he did to her. So if a woman's doing something to a guy, you would immediately ask, what did he do to her? You must have did something to her. I wonder what he did to her. That is the immediate response. Anytime a woman is doing something against a man, dragging him in divorce court, you know, taking the child away, uh, beating them up, abusing them in public. Oh man, what did he? What did he do? What, what did he do to her? All right, uh, let's continue here. Fair use. I wasn't cheating on you. Serious? Are you serious? What? Wow! Ninjas have got to be the dumbest ninjas in captivity. This guy end up hitting the guy. <laughs> Jesus. 
He hit the dude. He got a hit in. What is this? Wow, man. I'm. And nobody else is reacting. Nobody protecting the guy. Don't do that shit. I'm cheating on you. Hell. You texted that girl again. I wasn't cheating on you. I caught you red-handed, dude. Fair use. Look, so nobody's doing anything. Nobody's doing anything. I wasn't cheating. I wasn't cheating on you. I mean, she's throwing punches. Oh, man, we got a couple walking by. Nothing. Nothing. Sipping forcer. They walk by. We had five men walk by. Hello, not in the public. Look. Wow. Here we go again. Damn, he just dodged it. He was like, get out my way. Nobody helping. Wow, they gonna break the glass. Nothing. Wow, look at okay, we got some ninjas right here. All right, look at her. Ooh, ooh. Look, they got the ninjas. They didn't jump in. Kidding me right now? What? Kidding you what? Oh, let's come on. Okay, here we go. We got more. And look, there's a woman right here smiling. She's smiling. This old lady looks like she wants to do something. See a woman smiling? Look at that. Smile. Look, two women smiling. They're both smiling. They're both smiling. And this dude, damn, glad it ain't me. Glad it ain't me. This is our reality. Look, another smiling. Oh, man. They laughing at the guy. Another black woman. The, we the uh, most unprotected. Huh? All smiles. All right, everyone quickly reacted. Let me see if there's more. No, there's no more. Hey, uh. Shout out to them for fair use, fair use. I'm probably going to get a copyright notice. But uh, this is kind of one of the problems that men have here. It's not believable, but we're you're seeing evidence. There's video after video of these pranks being done. And um, there was one in particular where these young black men, they were, I wish I could find a video. It was actually egregious. And I was like, dang, they, they literally, I, I think this is the one. If you guys have time, I think this is one of them. See what this is. What is like it. No, it's not cool. You want to get crushed, bro? All right, fair use, fair use. Yeah. Ooh, nice necklace, nice necklace. Um, excuse me. What? what do you think you're doing? What? I'm just talking to her. <laughs> do you know her? Yes, we know each other. No, I don't think so. Stand up. I'm about to. We're about to know each other. Stand up. I don't, okay, I don't need that. Let's get up and let's <laughs> get man. I can call the police if you don't walk away right call now. Call the police. I was just talking to her. Yo, what are you doing, bro? Give it to me. Why? Are What's you stupid? Up? What's up? Are you what? dumb? Now, at the same time, statistics tell us that 
you know, women are probably going to be more vulnerable to violent crime. So you do have that going on too. I wish I could find the video, but anyway, there was one video that was, um, that, that showed this and it was quite funny. Oh, we got another, oh, no, 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 that won't do it. I want to see where they do both men and women. Women was being abused by her boyfriend. I want to see where they do the same group and they give the opposite response. Anyway, there's more videos. You guys can look it up on the internet. Do a fight right here or what? I don't want to fight, dude. Yeah, Shut up, man. Chill out. Fair no use. Way. Go up. Sir, stop. Hey, buddy. <laughs> no, I don't. Come on, we met before. No, we haven't met. Now, this is not. Dude, I can do whatever I want. Chill out. Hey, why don't you back up? <laughs> I'm not even doing anything. Oh, well, all right, let me let me do this. One more thing. There was one where uh, a guy was in the mall getting sexually assaulted. Man, sexual assault, mall prank. Assault, mall prank. Let's see if this one comes up. Where they did show uh, a woman trying to come on to a man. Oh, this would be a good one. Let's do a fair use on this one. Uh, let's see here. There's probably better ones than this. Hello. Nah, we don't want to do this. These linglings, they ain't even speaking in English. All right, I don't want that one. Uh, let's see here. This is the this is the one. What's up, guys? Fair use. Joey Salads. And today we're going to be doing a sexual harassment social experiment. She's going to sexually harass me, and then I'm going to sexually harass her. Let's see how people react. Fair use. Yeah. Ooh, no. Come on. No. Oh. Stop touching me. Later. My bad. Stop touching my butt. What? Stop. Don't be such a fancy. Why? If she, if she yeah, wants to have sex with me, I don't want to have sex. Let's, let's go back. Experiment. Experiment. She's going to sexually harass me, and then I'm going to sexually harass her. Let's see how people react. Yeah. Ooh. No. Come on. No. Later. Stop touching me. Later. Why not? Stop touching my butt. Why? Stop. Why? If she, if she wants to have sex with me, I don't want to have sex. You should want to. But I don't want to. She's taking advantage of me. I don't like it. Don't be a loser. I don't want to. She's she's taking advantage of me. I don't like that. Why is that okay? You should like that. I don't. Stop touching me. I don't want to have sex with you. Tonight. Stop. Stop touching me. Stop touching me. I don't want to have sex with you. Why not? What are you doing tonight? Stop. Stop touching me. Stop touching no. me. I don't want to have sex with you. I don't want to have sex with you. I don't want to have sex with you. Stop touching what me. What do you mean? You All right. So there you go right there. Uh, you know, people kind of see him as the weak one and he should do it. He should feel lucky. And we have regular mall people just walking by. All right. They're just walking by. They're like, whatever. You don't want to have sex with you. Seriously. Just don't touch me. Just don't what? touch my butt. You like it. You want it. I don't want to have sex with you. Oh, don't touch your butt. And there's young men walking by. Harassing don't me. touch yeah. your butt. Stop it's pretty interesting. Me. Oh, my God. Just stop harassing no. me. Stop harassing me. All right. We got women. Me. What do you mean? I don't want to. No, I don't want to. Give it to me. Stop no. Why not? Give what? it to me. I don't want to. No. All right. There you go. So you had two flatback Supremes walking by. All right, before they go see their sugar daddy, they like, yeah, get it, get it. Okay, daddy. Get it. Get him, daddy. Be a man. They laughing, sniggling. Look, get it, yeah, uh-huh. Why not? Give what? it to me, huh? I don't want it. No, what? Yeah, you want it. Do it tonight. Stop, I don't want to do okay, it. Okay, he coming in. I don't want to do it. Stop. Come on. Stop grabbing Of course. Of course. Here I come to save the day. Con of course. 
Of course, the ninja is about to say, are you crazy, bro? I'd bone her right now. <laughs> I, I got it, KT King. All right, I got it. I got it. Of course, the ninja, of course, he could not resist because he a peace league fiend. Do it tonight. Stop. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Stop. Come on. Stop grabbing me. Come on. Have you seen Bro, I don't no. want to do anything. Why? He's going to give it to me. He's going to give it to me. I don't want to do anything. I'm, she's taking advantage of me. It's ain't, this ain't fair. Come on. You're crazy. No. Come on. You're crazy. You passing up Punani? I would never. <laughs> Ninja's always. Ninja's so predictable, man. I, I'm sorry, brothers. Y'all so predictable. You're too damn predictable. Goddamn peace leave hound. You give up your whole life for some puss. Let's continue. Yeah. Stop. Get away. Man, I got the mouthpiece. I got game. Come on, man. <laughs> he said, I am not black. Oh, man. Ninjas is always the one that puts thick they nails. Okay, here we go. We got the reverse here. No, He's stop giving it. Me tonight. Come on. Come on. I can't give it. Stop. What are you doing? What? All right. Uh, yeah, I think these people are scripted. I don't know, man. Let's see here. So they, I think they timed it well. No, stop it. Come on. Come on. Stop. I can't give it. Stop. What are you doing? What? Like, what are you doing? Stop. Stop. That's not okay. She's my girlfriend. Why can't I touch her? I don't care. Are you okay? I don't know what the big deal is. She's my girlfriend. I don't care. Stop. Yeah, these are actors right here. Like, no. You gonna get it in tonight? No. Are we gonna do it tonight? No. Come on. Stop. Why not? Stop. Stop. Nah, these aren't the actors right there. That was pretty aggressive right there. All right, yeah, that. Like, no. You gonna get it in tonight? No. Are we gonna do it tonight? No. Come on. Stop. Why not? Stop. What's the big deal? Back off. She's my girl. Back off. Back off. Yeah. Why Back can't off. I touch? You don't touch that. Me. That right there. That was that was the fake one right like there. That. Why? Not? That's my girlfriend. Touch a woman like that. What is wrong with That's you? my girlfriend. Why can't I? Does that? What's the big like deal? She's okay with that? She was oh. touching me before my butt accident. Look at this guy right here. He got his chest puffed out. Yeah. Right there. And for it, nobody said anything. These are these are the actors in the video right here. She but of course, because we believe it's fake. Touching me in the butt earlier, and nobody said yeah, anything. Yeah, these are the actors right here. And she was touching her. So. Uh, Thank you guys so much for watching. Please oh, give this yeah, video a yeah, like, nah, share. Nah, nah. Yeah, uh, they probably didn't get the result they wanted. <laughs> All right, anyway. But the concept, everybody can agree with the concept there that um, that's probably more likely to happen. All right, oh boy. All right, I'm looking at all the possibility to show you, and it's pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. But the conversation is definitely something interesting. But look, let's let me do the super chats. Get up out of here. We proved our point. Coach, man, they ain't going to deal with you, man. Oh, you know, no, no, it don't matter. Oh, yes, I'm going to get a copyright for this. I know this. I just got a notification that I'm using copyrighted material. So if you don't see this stream until tomorrow, you know why. You know why. All right, let me check Super Chats and then get up out of here. We got uh, Jeff Lewis says South Africa had nukes, but had to give them up before apartheid ended. They couldn't trust the ANC ninjas with the nukes. All right, shout out to you. Thank you for uh, that information. I was not aware that South Africa had nukes. So they had to give them up when apartheid, before apartheid ended. Okay, I didn't know that. If anybody else knew that, I didn't know. Shout out to Bob says, one of my colleagues told me that she was in an abusive relationship. I asked her who was the abuser. She stopped and looked at me funny. 
All women at my job avoided me ever since. The RP is not for the normies. Yeah. That that is one thing, guys. I'm telling you, man. Uh, we actually have the data, so we know. We know that if you ask these things to people, they're gonna flip. Basically, what's gonna happen is in their brain is gonna go. They're not gonna know what to say. They're not gonna know what to say, and we take women's word for it. Oh, have you? Yeah. I mean, we take women's word for it. Oh, that's obvious. Okay, yes, you were in an abusive relationship. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> but the data shows otherwise. This is crazy. They don't know what to do. What do you mean? Huh? Actually posted this on Instagram about data according related to domestic violence. I posted these exact researches. And there, got, there was a guy that said, Coach, this is dangerous. I like your content. But to put this type of information out is dangerous. I'm sorry. It's dangerous to put out the truth about the information. It's dangerous to put out that what you have been taught is actually false. Because in his world, then now real victims of domestic violence that are women will not be believed. That It is absolutely crazy. And this is an example of people aren't ready to turn the corner on a lot of these issues. They're not ready for it. Now, now I've learned that men are the abusers. I have video of Ray Rice hitting his wife. In fact, in the Ray Rice video, his wife hit him first and spit on him in the video. Now, he was the more aggressive person. But in the video, and it's actually another guy. It was a guy on the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't think, I think it was Hunt. If I, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt, I think, had a hotel situation. A white girl showed up at his hotel party. He tried to get her out of there. She hit him several times. And he returned the favor. He got suspended. <laughs> And she was drunk. I'm going to see if I can pull it up. If y'all got time, we got time, man. Look, 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 look. I think it was Kareem Hunt. And he's still to this day considered a domestic abuser. It's like completely bizarre. Uh, let's see if I can find the video here. Some newly Oh, uh, they're not going to show the whole video. I'm going to definitely have this stream pulled down because I'm just using too much copyrighted material. This is uh, TMZ on Kareem Hunt. So here's the hotel footage. There's Kareem Hunt. He's saying, get the hell up out of here, you bitch. You crazy. You drunk. Coca, coca sniffing. Here's the woman. She's taller than him. Okay. It looks like, let's see who shoved who. He shoved her away. But by the way, she was closing distance. He shoved her away. Let's see what happens. Boom. There's a slap. That's a, that, guys, according to the statistics, that's her striking first. So he pushed her away. That's her striking first. For all intents and purposes, she hit. Okay, and I think she does a little bit more damage. All right, but she was mad at something. Here we go. Oh, and he didn't even hit her. I remember that. He didn't even hit her. He pushed the other guy into her. That was enough to get him in a domestic abuse. Right here. She pushed the other guy and then the, the rebound. So he didn't even push her. This shit is... This shit is comedy, man. 
again, ninja stepping in between, sticking your nose into stuff. All right, so that was the, I think he then did kick her afterwards. So now she's down. Uh, where is it at? There's another flat back. This one, and black women are like, see, there's another flat back. All right, and then I think he does come after her again. There is another, wait, is that the original hit? I think he kicks her afterwards. All right, fair use. Another camera angle. Boom. Okay, so there's the fall, but I think he does come back over here to kick her. They're trying to stop her. Now she done fell down. Oh, my God, I broke my wrist. All right, there's somebody trying to record. He takes the phone to delete it. All right, there's somebody that takes the phone from a woman and deletes the recording. And, uh, oh, look. Oh, she just can't. Oh, look. Oh, no. Oh, wham. All right, that wasn't you. <laughs> oh, man. I that's self-defense by any other stretch of the imagination. Uh, one more time, one more thing here. I know that. Let me see here. I'm gonna just show this part right here of the Ray Rice. I'm not gonna show the whole thing, uh, but the Ray Rice situation here, where we know what happens. Oh, this is egregious. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Can you guys see it? Okay, they're going into the elevator. Oh, that, okay. There's a hit right there. Now, he does, looks like he might have spit on her or said something. That looks like a spit. All right, so there's a hit. He might have spit on her right there. All right, and he was like, okay, wait till you get in this elevator. All right, okay, this woman noticed. Right there. Okay, so they definitely are going through something. The woman did notice, by the way. I think everybody noticed what was going on. See, this woman seeing this, she's like, something's up. There she is. She's looking. Nosy, yep. She's like, okay, this ain't good. Granny, Nana, waddling over. And uh, here we go right here. Ray Rice is definitely closing in. He's yelling at her. Okay. It does look like he might have spit on her. I just can't tell. And I'm not going to show the uppercut to the gut. All right, there it is right there. So there's her hit. Okay, there it is right there. All right, yeah. It looked like she might have spit. I can't tell what was going on, but that changed the NFL forever. Changed the NFL forever. <laughs> she was waddling. Anyway, look, I think we got everybody. Shout out to the coach gang, and we out of here. Peace.